0: It's the twelfth of October. No, wait, November. I don't what? even know what month it is. It's the twelfth of November, and it's the salad cast on this Sunday because Dad isn't here. He's doing something. Well, I mean, yeah, he's not here for like health reasons or anything. Like it has often been. Yeah, he's just he's just busy. Undefined busy. Undefined visitors.
1: So that means it's just me and Rob. Just us. Yeah, we thought we'd do it anyway. Yep. Yeah. I mean, we could we could have tried to rearrange our lives, but but,
0: but, but, <laughs> but sometimes but it's didn't. easier just to get a thing done yeah. when you have a moment to do it. Yeah, we, we have time. Let's do it. Let's do it. Not uh, that there's necessarily much to talk about again. No, slightly quiet on the news front and the games front for me at least. Oh, really? And I guess I guess I do have some other not video game news, maybe I suppose. Do we now? I guess what you might call the random section. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay.
1: Uh, did you pull the trigger on your PC? That's the
0: important. Part. Yes, that's one of the things. Hey, what? Yeah, actually, yes. <laughs> what? Yeah, actually, yes. What, yes, actually, yes. <laughs> <There's> actually, <laughs> yay. And that will turn up maybe before the next podcast. Okay, okay. maybe. I mean, I'm looking forward to the build. Like, pro- is it so? Is it a pre-built or yes, it's pre-built.
1: Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> well, that was last fun. And their website does claim it. They, they had one of those things where it's like order before them. 12th of december to guarantee it before christmas so evidently okay, okay. about two yeah. weeks should be about their pace apparently yeah, yeah you
1: should be fine you should be absolutely fine
0: but yes ordered that did
1: deal season start like with, i don't know if like i don't know if computer opponents of components have really been part
0: of like the whole black friday like mm. run yeah well i didn't really look at that because at- i was just using this one website which was also slightly influenced by decisions of what to put in it because we were me and rob talked about like, Intel versus Ryzen and all that stuff. Yeah. But it turns out this website I was using didn't actually have access to the highest end of the Ryzens. Oh, okay. So the Intel ones they had were just better. Oh, right, I see. (laughs) We don't don't want the highest of the highest. Well, no, obviously. (laughs) We're not going to spend ridiculous amount of money. You don't really want the Threadripper
1: line of... I mean, if you can, sure, go for it, but, but most people don't
0: need those. But yes, I was looking at it and it was like uh, when I actually looked at the two lists of CPUs next to each other I was like oh wait, the Ryzen 1 doesn't go nearly as high in terms of like the perf- when you look at the performance charts or whatever mm. comparatively it's like oh, they just have better Intel 1s overall. It, the, they had the latest generation but not the highest
1: end of that generation or were they were like a gen behind on the Ryzen? <laughs> I think or? they
0: might have been one gen behind I on the Ryzen. I forgot what the number Jeez, is. like nine now? is current. And I think they had not nine. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But yes, and the other reason that I, when I was also looking at performance charts, I was just like, well, apparently, according to these, uh, according to this information, Intel's still better at single thread performance.
1: Oh, interesting. Well, that is kind of important for the the games I play. (laughs) Well, and like emulation, actually. Well, yeah, anything that doesn't run multi
0: threaded old shit. Yeah. But oh, yeah, that's interesting. I wasn't aware of that. So, yeah, I, I mean, didn't really have much choice, but then I probably would have picked the Intel one anyway, judging based on that information. Sure, yeah. And also, another partial reason for that was like it's apparently still quite hard to get the AMD stuff with DDR5 compatible mother- motherboards. Oh, really? Apparently. Huh. They just don't make very many. DDR five motherboards for AMD chips, or is it just too new that it's just well, or that yes, hasn't, one, hasn't, one of those things
1: hasn't filtered through yet.
0: But yeah, and I was like, do I really need DDR five? Well, it's fucking future proofing at this point, really, isn't it? If sure. I'm if I'm gonna have this PC for the next fifteen years, then maybe I probably should make the motherboard compatible with the DDR five RAM.
1: Yeah, mem- <laughs> memory
0: speed is fairly important, but. But, but the difference between 4 and 5 probably not going to make that much difference.
1: No, probably not. Probably not. Not unless you're really going to be pushing it with like PS5 level stuff. Yeah. I guess, you know, if you want those loading times, <laughs> you like you need that memory combined with those hard disks or
0: Yeah. So that was, so really mostly this build was pretty much one of their their pre-built set of suggestions but just like with some, with an extra hard disk, <laughs> more or less. I made a few other adjustments, but, like... Because for some reason, they all have, like... They all only have the M2 drive in, and I was like, now you need at least twice as much space as that. <laughs> yeah. Get, get, also, get another terabyte drive in there anyway. <laughs> sure.
1: Yeah, I was wondering, I'm wondering, like... Yeah, at least a terabyte on your fast drive, yeah. I guess. And then... uh. Yeah, you perhaps don't need as fast a drive for your secondaries. It's like you don't have well, to I mean, you can't all... get as fast drives as M2s, obviously. Well, no, but you can like plug more of them into your board, right? There's, sure. there's usually more than one M2 slot these days on a, on a motherboard. Yeah. Um, So then you're like,
0: yeah, you probably don't need to splash have out. all of them on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just get a regular one yeah, to so go parallel. Go SSD, obviously. Well, yes, but obviously. not like... So sure you could get... Oh, no, actually, I guess that listed, that listed have a couple of regular hard drives in there. <laughs> you can still get
1: mechanicals they're still (laughs) useful Um, still cheap storage
0: if you want storage over speed well not that the SSDs are that expensive any longer either really no and I suppose
1: they're less likely well (laughs) It's the thing with SSDs, right? <laughs> We're still like, stuck in
0: the old news phase of, like,
1: are SSDs safe now? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't really know. Presumably they still fail, but, like, who knows how long it takes uh, to get there. I, ha- I have no experience of an SSD failing yet. Yeah, exactly. Um Whereas I have plenty of experience with, eight, with, with mechanical drives failing.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, at this point in my PC, it's just, like, those drives have literally been spinning continuously. Literally, because I don't have the power down for like 15 years at this point. Yeah, I mean, yours is an an amazing metric, really. Like, yeah, I've I've never hit that kind of reliability. Yeah, so like not even close. So basically, if I get an SSD and it fails in like two years, then I probably deserve that. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess statistically, you're the statistical anomaly that needs punishing.
0: (laughs) Still exciting. Yes. Well, is it, i'm like i'm enthusiastic about getting it apart from the faff period right yeah it's like it's gonna be great once i get through like an entire two or three days of just fixing and installing shit yeah <laughs> so and trying it, to get shit that i want to work to work which may be like or looking for alternates of stuff that's horrendously out of date or whatever but presumably it's windows 11 as well yep.
1: right yeah so there's i did go
0: for professional though
1: uh, yeah sensible um <laughs> Yes, but there is there is that to contend with
0: as well. Yep. Uh, which <laughs> the first thing I'm going to do, obviously, is just dig into Control Panel and be like, "What is in here that I can actually modify? How can I un this? How can I un-fight this?" Yeah.
1: I was reading an interesting article the other day about how there is um uh, someone encountered uh oh I can't remember the detail, but they encountered a bug in File Explorer because one of the things like things that seems to come up a lot about Windows 11 that just think simple things like File Explorer and searching and stuff like that like just runs poorly right. in, on eleven like they've done something and it doesn't run quite so well. Context menus, you know, because as apps like to add to that right-click menu, mm. apparently eleven has a real problem with that slowing down. Right, because um, has to like load all the different options yeah, that have been added. Exactly, and I think there was there's someone discovered what what was technically a bug that when they but after they encountered it, everything else ran faster. <laughs> Great. It's yeah. So 11, 11 is weird, is all I would say. Like and also like I, I really, really don't agree with like Microsoft's current design philosophies behind it. Like they started it back in Windows seven, didn't they? Like by putting like installing not the actual games but like placeholders for like Candy Crush well, and um, things in your start <laughs> menu and stuff like that. But at least that was like a one and done, right? You'd get rid of them and then it wouldn't really advertise to you too much. Well sure, in seven especially. And even in 10, it doesn't do it all that much. But like 11, it's just baked in, right? Like suggestions are in your start bar, like just in that first panel that pops up. And yeah, it's, it's, I mean, that would be one of those
0: things where I do wonder if, how much that can be like manipulated by people. Right, yeah. <laughs> like when, Is there a way to just hack that out? And Windows
1: updates will install programs that are basically like toast notifications to remind you to use Edge. And stuff like that, and it's just like too much, man, too much. I'm surprised you haven't had like a bloody antitrust against it. I guess they're all still optional, but they're still like, like here, use our stuff, not Chrome yeah. everywhere, and it's it's pretty annoying. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, you don't you don't need to do that stuff, Microsoft. You're fine. Like what, I, Like I don't know if I honestly don't believe there can be it can be making that bigger difference to the ecosystem, right? Like. It,
0: that, uh, not at this point that you need that stuff to really drive well, especially not for the browser it's like what is the what is the advantage of them getting you back onto edge what what is the what is the like thing that they want from that yeah is it data cuz they they want people to run their searches through bing so they're getting that data that way sure and also the ad revenue from using bing <laughs> Well, sure um just, but Bing is even like that's that's just the homepage. That's not linked to Edge. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> you could, but it, but I guess when you, you yeah when you're using Edge, it's like there are more tools like that directly work go through Bing. Yeah, point to you towards else. it, and you know, it, I think it has integration with things like Outlook and stuff now because they've put like a sidebar into Edge that is sure. basically your Outlook. Like if you're using a work account, for instance, and things like that. Uh, uh, I don't know. Edge has some neat ideas in it. I, d- I don't mind Edge as a browser. It's just that I'm too used to Chrome at this point mm. that like switching just feels wrong. And uh, uh, I, d- I don't even mind the fact that it has that whole sidebar dedicated to like Bing AI Copilot and stuff like <laughs> that. That's actually kind of that's all right. It's fine. Um, and it runs most of the same extensions that Chrome does now because it's Chromium based under the hood. So there there isn't even a problem there. Mm. It's uh, Edge is fine. I don't care I don't, I don't care if you're an edge user. I don't I, uh, like I've got I've got no I've got no beef with it anymore. It's fine. Um especially now Chrome got rid of that the 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 download bar at the bottom of the screen and instead hide it away as an icon on up there. I find that way I don't know. It's a subtle little change but I don't like it. <laughs> like I much preferred having a big vibrant bar at the bottom of the screen. It's like your downloads are in progress and they're now done and you yeah, can just yes. click the big ass thing. I liked having that large notification rather than it tucking it away in a tiny little icon in the corner and being very subtle when things are done. It's like, I want to know. I want to know. Maybe there's a Chrome extension to like... like. Con- I'm sure there is. Change it back. <laughs> well, either, either change it back or just have a, like a big-ass confetti explosion when stuff is done. Do all that. that, yes, that,
0: probably. That'd be cool. Speaking of chrome i guess and google like i noticed that youtube has succumbed to fake rolling numbers fake rolling numbers where like when you're watching a youtube video the like and subscribe counts just keep rolling up and it's obviously clearly faked by a web interface thing going on weird what you
1: mean it's made a prediction or something based on the current viewers and it just keeps (laughs) well maybe not even a prediction it might
0: just be like adding a random number (laughs) occasionally Weird. Why, well, I mean, why? it could theoretically be real, but I, well, I, you know, I looked into the, I looked, I inspected the web page code and was like, can I detect whether this is real or not? It doesn't seem to be making any, like, calls or anything. I guess so. you'd
1: have to check the network graph, but then it would be doing stuff all the time. Yeah,
0: because, but, but every time I've seen one of those before, it's obviously been faked.
1: <laughs> yeah, wow, well, yeah. Like like old websites that used to have the hit counter, right? Do you remember hit
0: counters? like <laughs> i don't know like was that was that really necessary what, what is the what is the metric there is it to encourage engagement i don't think youtube necessarily wants people to engage with YouTube content more because I mean, they have to pay out more money well maybe <laughs>
1: yeah
0: but they, I, I guess
1: youtube still they do want people to still like and subscribe youtube themselves would still prefer people to like and subscribe yeah, because guess. then it helps the algorithm um and, you know, present it to, and more, I heard, to, present it to more people. I
0: heard in a video I was watching, and I haven't seen this myself, or this, I mean, this could still be a, like a test feature or whatever, or mm. it might just have been something that I, that they'd heard about and misunderstood. But they said that, like, supposedly, thanks to probably AI, <laughs> that YouTube might start detecting when the people in the video say like and subscribe and like highlight the buttons in the UI mm. to like match up with them person saying it in the video i mean that's kind of cool it's kind of cool but yeah. like <laughs> kind of weird
1: i mean uh, yeah because I, I was gonna i was gonna suggest like maybe that the the fact that it, they that it's like highlighting and ticking up is, is a a draw of the eye right it's yes. just a very subtle way of like getting you to look at it and go like oh yeah i should probably click that yeah um that's where it is maybe <laughs> you know sometimes maybe it's that you know for people that aren't That tech savvy, maybe that's a way for them to go, oh, right, that's what that is. The thing is, like,
0: the majority of the time, if you're just watching YouTube in a regular monitor window and all that stuff, Mm. those aren't even on the screen. (laughs) Like, those numbers are just slightly below the bottom of the screen anyway. uh, Well, is that if you've got large player on? Like, if you've got small player, I think it's. Well, yes, obviously, small (laughs) player. But who
1: watches in small player? I mean, come on, you're wasting all that space for no reason. Sure, but that's still the (laughs) default, isn't it? Like, like, if you haven't loaded, if you haven't got anything set up or you haven't been using YouTube recently, it goes back to that.
0: Also, just strange. Another thing that just keeps happening on to me on YouTube is like closed captions keep turning on and off at random. Oh <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe on adverts, though. <laughs> like <laughs> adverts keep getting closed captions turned
1: on. I've noticed on my, I've noticed it more when I'm watching YouTube on my TV than I am in a browser. Mm. Like, like I've just noticed, like, why are the captions turned on? Like, or it seems to remember it from a previous session, but only for certain videos. Right. Like, cause I do definitely turn the captions on occasionally, especially when when. When baby is making lots of noise, right. And it's like, I can't, I can't make you be quiet. You're, you're you're just having a loud phase. But I do still want to watch this video, so let's <laughs> let's. I at least want to finish watching this video, so we'll turn the captions on. Uh, and the, and then the next video I watch, they'll be off. And it's like, oh, that's weird. And then they'll come back on like a couple of days later <laughs> of their own accord. It's strange. It's strange. Well, I mean,
0: I assume some of that is just like it's you know page, page caching or whatever. Where it's like it's loading up. And a ver- it's pulled a version of your information from a server somewhere and it's just that that's an old setting that yeah, is not updated. Or, or it's trying to be <coughs> smart
1: and tying it to a channel. I don't know.
0: The funny thing is, like, a lot of the times that, that I see the captions c- get turned on in adverts is for adverts where the captions are completely unnecessary because there's no actual voices. Oh, right, and it's just been like... The, it's just, like, like music. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, why? Why do those captions even exist? Yeah. And f- for some reason, the Google adverts that are advertising whatever chrome or some other google predictivity tool or some shit oh God, there's so many of those their closed captions are like always wrong oh weird <laughs> where it's like it, it would, i mean they're, they're all just music again but it'll be me saying stuff like police sirens and upbeat music and it's like that's not exactly what's happening right now <laughs> <laughs> so like how have you got that wrong yeah,
1: what do you think <laughs> Google would put the time in to make their own ads that have like proper defined captions rather than auto captions. Yeah. That that is weird. Also, that is pretty much like you're talking about the ads you get, like, on YouTube. Like yes. there are there are two ads now that I get all the time on YouTube. One of them is Pixel Eight. Okay. That ad that basically is talking about like changing people's faces. Right. Uh, and and has that look at you, there, look at me music that like so i um, so that's now embedded in my brain permanently um uh by the way I think that's a really creepy feature anyway that whole like I'm gonna change I mean, a lot everyone.
0: of the instant photo editing stuff is getting a bit it's, weird it's, now it's getting
1: a bit it's like,
0: already deleting background people but now we're just like let's edit the background people <laughs> yeah
1: yeah none, none of your photo none of your memories are real we've we've edited them all for you like it's it's, it's getting a bit funky um yeah, and weird out there people anyway there's that and there's also some like business like i mean i think it's a linkedin ad actually i think i'm not quite sure what it is but i just know the music from it because it's just like this, this like there's one of those like 5 second stabs that yeah. you usually get those unskippable ones and it's uh i think yeah i think it's a linkedin ad but like i can't remember the last time i actually used linkedin <laughs> so that can't be like targeted ads um
0: don't know it's weird i don't know why it's those two Specifically. I guess I am an Android user. I mean, I'm, I don't I, have a Google phone. I'm back in another giant crop of shit mobile game ads at the moment. No. They've re uploaded another 100 each or whatever, and so I've just plowed through them. Although, for some I reason. I don't know that I would mind the ads so much if I had more of a variety, but it's literally those two, like, every time, and it's well, been that way for months. I have the opposite problem, where it's like I have a huge variety of the same advert. There's like a 100 <laughs> different versions of this goddamn one advert for this one game. <laughs> yeah, you've talked about that before. That's funny. I think I'd mind that mind that less. For some reason, though, I don't know when what changed, but like, so I'd already turned off personalized ads ages ago. Mm. But for some reason, now I can't block ads any longer. Like, oh. I think you have to turn personalization on to be able to block ads. You can still report ads, but you can't block them. Oh, what you mean? You mean flat?
1: Uh, what tell as uh, in not ad block them, but no, the, ones, the, the tell tell Google I don't want
0: to see this yes. particular ad. Yes. I mean, maybe. I, I initially thought it was because I'd abused that too much. Like, I'd blocking so many ads. It's like, we have to stop this guy blocking ads. <laughs>
1: <laughs> see, see, I came across the first instance of late like where my ad blockers, you know, my proper, actual, ad actual ad blockers, failed on YouTube. Well, they're and trying to fight that, at the moment, they? Aren't aren't they are trying to fight yeah. that. Because YouTube you put up a warning basically saying, please, you, you're not allowed to ad block our site, to which I'm like...
2: <laughs> do I, don't know that, that? <laughs> I
1: don't know that that's true. That's a, that's a slightly weird statement to make. Yeah. Um uh, uh and it put up a big dialogue on screen saying 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 that and I'm not and I'm just like hmm weird. I could dismiss the dialogue and it carried on normally. Yeah. But the fact that it put the dialogue off at all was slightly weird. Well, I mean Plenty of websites do that right to try and encourage oh, yes. you. And there are a few that actually that, I'll, that I will never return to that put up the uh, the warning and then actually block manage it, yes. to block you from getting to the content behind um, which, you know, is a bit scummy and sure you know, I should probably support some of the sites I watch, I, I go to and there are some sites I will turn ads on when I know those ads aren't super intrusive and horrid mm. um, I, I will do that uh, but there aren't many of those <laughs> uh to be frank and and YouTube ads are some of the worst on the planet just yep. from like how intrusive they are and when they choose to come into and how frequent they are. It is really bad. Yep. And it's and it feels like it's just getting worse and worse. Um and no I'm not going to pay however much money YouTube red is. <laughs> it's not worth that amount of money. Um it just isn't. No offense. It just isn't. Especially when all the other streaming services are hiking their prices, <laughs> like Disney Plus just announced a pretty major hike. Um, like I want to say it's going up by like a third mm. or something. Um, did they just buy a new stash of stuff though to count that. Yeah, I don't think they did. <laughs> I think well, I think Dis- Disney has actually always been one of the cheaper ones, mm. um, and, and I think now they're sort of cottoning on. It's like oh, we pr- maybe we don't need to be the cheapest one, <laughs> uh, which is probably fair but but like it, i i kind of liked them for that not just because they were cheap but because it actually made like the ecosystem feel a bit more like well if everyone actually needs to to have a lot of services in order to watch what they want they'd better be cheap <laughs> so that's <never> <laughs> otherwise happen. this marketplace starts to fall apart right that's, that's that's what everyone's always said about streaming services you have too many of them and then they start and then and then then you'll end up with one starting to fail yep um and and we're already get approach. We're rapidly approaching that point, especially as the prices
0: go up. I wonder if, if I wonder if anyone's ever. I'm sure it'd be like illegal in some way, but I wonder if anyone's ever tried to make like a account management automation system where it just like every month it just cancels your account off one of them and starts an account on the oh, next one, and just like one. so you only pay one subscription over the whole years per month, and it's a lot, on like a different service every time. <laughs>
1: wonder if like yeah some sort of amalgamation subscription service is possible right like they not even with the like yeah jumping between sites thing maybe but like you can just there is like one service that offers to be like hey you can get everything and like we'll discount it across all the services but you have
0: to have everything or something like that and then Mm. Yeah, well, what, the, what kind of licensing deal? That'd would be like some kind of weird like Sky thing, right? Where it just be like it will give yeah. you access to like a sub selection of every streaming service or something. Yeah, Actually, in fairness, I get my Netflix through Sky,
1: and Sky <laughs> is hella expensive. I'm not gonna well yeah. say against it, but it's I don't know. I'm old school, and yep. I like I, I like I like the fact I can have like TV the way TV is supposed to be. I, I should probably investigate in Freeview, but Freeview boxes just aren't as. Even though Sky boxes are kind of crap. In several ways, in, in yeah, in multiple ways, and their search functionality is terrible. Get uh, in there. <laughs> uh, uh, I've never been impressed with freeview boxes. Mm. They always, they always feel like a couple of generations behind technology wise, yeah. and are uh, horrid to use. Um, even though the TV is there and they'll record just fine and stuff like that. I can't quite bring them to... And I can't let go of having old school live TV. I just, I just can't. There's a bit of me that, that likes it. I like channel hopping through sport randomly every now and then. i watching some some weird thing that I'm just like, oh, they've got this. That's interesting. Let's watch that for a bit. But the fact that you even um, have sports channels is sort of an accident. It's sort of an accident, yeah. <laughs> um, which I'm going to have to argue my case for. <laughs> Because I get them for free at the moment. I'm not paying that that uplift for sport, nor would I. Yeah. Um, I only want Sky F1, and I got that free, like with my with my Sky package when I first signed up, and uh, they've been honouring that constantly. And when they decided, no, we're not going to anymore, I kicked up a fuss, and they were like, uh, "Well, we can't do that without giving you all the sport." And I'm like, "We'll do that then," <laughs> <laughs> and they did,
2: <laughs> which was nice. Yeah. Helpful. <laughs>
1: So we shall see. But yeah, I get my Netflix through that. Because it's actually
0: cheaper to get mm. Netflix through Sky than it is to get it separately. Oh yeah, and then one one more type of advert on YouTube that I have seen a f- at least a couple of recently... Clearly, AI-generated Elon Musk adverts. Oh, really? Where people are just using an AI-generated Elon Musk voice to advertise their bullshit scams. It's hmm. like, well, that one's going to get an actual report, <laughs> not just a block. That one definitely needs a report. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because that's clearly a scam yeah. in the most obvious way possible. How did this advert even get into YouTube system? I used to get quite a few
1: of those, like, like. Oh, you should follow my plan to for financial investments yes, and stuff like that. But <laughs> I haven't seen one of those for y- literally years. But I used to get loads of
0: those. I mean, that's what those those AI generated Elon Musk adverts actually are. If you understand what the AI saying. say, what it's basically say. the same one. It's just it's just one of those, except with fake Elon Musk on it right, to yeah. make it look more legit. Join my pyramid, even though it's today. really obviously AI generated.
1: All right. <laughs> Here's the thing, one day they're not going to be really obvious, are they?
0: Well, maybe.
1: I think... Like, I mean, uh, like, I think... With a, with, so, with a certain amount of smarts of you being able to recognise, hey, they're
0: selling me some bullshit. Well, dude. sure.
1: Like, that's going to be difficult too. But I
0: think at a certain point you just have to assume that like, every celebrity-endorsed thing is fake. <laughs> like, Because well, yeah. that's probably likely to be the case. Does that devalue celebrities in the long run? Maybe. I mean, they kind of wanted to devalue them when, they, when the Sag strikes were happening and they just wanted to take everyone and make them an AI. <laughs> right, Get rid right. of the actors entirely and just have AI versions of them forever. <laughs> That's um, over now, by the way. Yeah, yeah, news, yeah. I suppose. That is news. Not really late to the video games.
1: I am well aware of that situation because obviously it affects the business I work in.
0: But yes. Uh, um... But the strikes were finally over.
1: Did they? Did they get what they wanted?
0: I assume they must have done for the Apparently they got the, most of what they wanted.
1: Yes. Yeah, which is as best as much as you can, I guess, yes. hope for when you're a union. <coughs> but yeah, I need to look into what exactly Yeah, well, I don't need to, I suppose. No. But it's interesting nonetheless to know to know what they got and what more interesting what they didn't get. Yeah. Um that they were
0: asking for. Um But it sounds like the AI thing at least. <laughs> They got, they they're not going to be digitally scanned and used forever. I mean, it makes sense, doesn't it? I, I
1: like you, you should really be able to opt in to that, or yes, re- legally require family members to opt into it or something. Some some arrangement for that. Like uh, the example I mean, that, that comes up a lot is that there's, was Val Kilmer was, had to be remade, or was his voice was AI generated for the last Top Gun movie, right? And stuff
0: like that. And it's yeah, like his well, voice is now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> It's a, i guess it's a little
0: different because he's still alive right? yeah. but,
1: but can't talk so. but, i mean
0: it's just likeness rights only there's a new version of likeness rights now yeah where, where you can use computers to do it exactly
1: <laughs> it's it but it's fine though everyone just needs to go to keanu Reeves, who seems perfectly happy with everyone using him so you know
0: <laughs> well i'm sure but like i'm sure he's still getting paid for all that at this point yeah yeah mate. well maybe <laughs> most of it maybe yeah <laughs> And I think the you can use my my CGI model for things is a slightly different situation. Mm. I think he specifically allowed that just for the for the fun. I don't
1: know if he's officially allowed it. But well, he, 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 said he, was, he said he was excited by the possibility. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It's weird times, and the the line is going to get blurrier and hor- more horrible. And I, it, don't get me wrong, I think it, I think AI has its uses, but people should come first it's it's that simple right like at the moment there's no possible way of beating a human performance it's it's just just how it is um and it still is that right now but, yes now um but we are edging closer to that stuff like i was playing around with like um fl studio here we go like music news no. fl studio like uh updated recently and they introduced fl cloud which is their new sort of uh, it's 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 a pretty big offering actually. It's like a it's like an online sample library. You pay subscription to That's Step one, it's online distribution from DistroKid baked in as well. Step two, this isn't an ad, by the way. I'm just like I'm in FL Studio land, so this is all interesting stuff. But some of the some of the stuff they've added to it, like, is um like you can use AI to to rip the stems out of like in, a, a bit of music now so you can um
0: well that sounds like a right nightmare Yeah, way <laughs> 100%
1: like like generating acapellas for instance so you could remix them and stuff like that could be fascinating from that like it's obviously not perfect because it's like nearly impossible to reconstruct the original sound from like a mastered bit of music yeah. right but um but it's pretty good like it's 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 remarkable like some the some of the stuff you can do some of the stuff you can do with that and like one of the other features they they've added is ai mastering which historically is something I suck at, right? But it's actually prompted me to learn to do it myself because I can, because I can use an AI to I can use the AI feature to, to to generate something and I'll look and I'll listen to that and be like, oh, that's really interesting to hear what it did to that. I like this, I like that. Now I need to figure out how it did that so I can recreate it and tune it to how I like it. Hmm. And it's like I'm finding that process like fascinating because I'm going back to all my old music, which is great because it means I don't have to write new music. <laughs> um, um, because I've got I, I don't know, my creativity speed is well slow, but uh, yeah, I'm going back and like reevaluating my old stuff and being like, okay, I've run it through the mastering with a few di- with a few different versions and I've listened to them and it's like, no, I really like that it picked out that particular frequency for the claps. I really like how it compressed that and then going like, well, how did it do that? How did it make that sound? And figure that out. <laughs> And so I'm loving that side of AI at the moment. Like it's 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 been real. It's been it's been real, a real interesting few weeks since that launched for me. Just just playing around with this stuff. How far back have you gone? Are you really loading oh.
0: XMs in here? <laughs>
1: no, no, really not that far. I've, I've only loaded like a couple of tracks in because then I've like dig, dug in and been like like, right. like spent the t- spent the time trying to actually work on it and and figure that stuff out, which is great because it's a it's a discipline I've never really taught myself. Mm. Um. Um. So it's it's. Uh, I am thankful, FL Cloud. I will. I, I'm highly tempted to subscribe once my free trial is running out. <laughs> I'm I'm tempted. I'm hugely tempted. It's great. It's fun. Um. Yeah. So there's, there's good things. Using it as a tool is
0: fine. <laughs> That's the general consensus yeah. at the moment. Speaking of other things that I've been trying to buy, <laughs> apart from my computer, still need a new chair. <laughs> Mm. That situation still has been going on. And I've basically had two different chairs over the last two weeks and had to send them both back. Oh, really? Because, <laughs> like So at this point, we're like, where? What? where is a physical store where we can go and look at these damn chairs? I mean, like, nowhere. No, exactly. Like, it's so inconvenient to have to ship a whole chair to you assemble it sit on it for like a couple of days and will be like no I don't like this <laughs> so so what happens when you don't do you have you had have, you have to be d- d-
1: disassemble it, so it's fully disassemble it and try and get it back in the package yeah pretty much ugh yep I mean at least with the secret lab chairs like they're they,
0: they give a nice spacious box that's clearly well I mean, the boxes, where the boxes haven't been too bad for these two chairs we've done. The problem is that these kind of chairs where, like, or, like, office-esque chairs mm. that have the piston in the, in the middle sure, yeah. for the height, those, like, mostly, they're not attached, they're just wedged into a hole on both yeah, the yeah, bottom yeah. and the top. Right, yeah, same. Which makes them fucking impossible to get back out. Like, because they go in and they're meant to stay in (laughs) because that's kind of the point. Right. So they're real difficult to disassemble when you want to take that back apart.
1: I see see what you mean, yeah, because they i remember them being quite loose when i first constructed like the chair you're sitting on now yeah like for instance but i bet if i lifted it up it would have like like, if
0: you lift either of these chairs up the wheels won't fall off yeah exactly yeah over time they've just sort of wedged themselves in there (laughs) yes you're putting your whole weight on it so Mm. like as soon as you you put it in as much as you can by hand but as soon as you're like literally sitting your whole weight on it for days on end it just like jams it in there real good yeah i didn't think of that So yeah, that's been a pain in the ass. The first chair I, I did like, well, my big problem with these chairs in general is like, I want arms that get out of the way. Yeah, which is a problem because virtually none of them do that any longer.
1: No, I mean even with those secret labs. I mean, I guess I could lift the whole arm out, but then you've got the stalk, which isn't so great. Yeah. They, so they can at least sort of sort of rotate a little bit. Yeah, with but one of the handles—that
0: like, was the problem with like the first one. I thought they were they, the first one I tried. They only had arms that went up and down, but I thought mm. they'd go down far enough, but they didn't. But they don't. So yeah. I was like, "Well, that's no good." But then the second one we tried—it <laughs> was pretty funny because like I. Mum was helping me by helping, mm. helping in quotation marks, by looking up random websites with chairs on them. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. And so she found this other chair, and it was like, you do know that that is pretty much exactly the chair that I already have? Right, right. So like, you didn't recognise that this chair is always the exact same design? Well, yeah, but isn't that, is that, is that probably a good thing? Well, that's what I thought, but yeah. then the trouble is, so we, all, we got that chair in... Mm. And I, and it has the like flip up arms, which right. is what my other chair has, which is what I want. Where, oh, like the arms fold entirely oh, yeah. up. I see they're attached
1: to the back piece. <laughs> yes,
0: right. They fold entirely up out of the way, and that's nice. what I wanted. Yeah. But so and we look when we look at the on uh, the website, it's like, well, that chair looks exactly like the chair I currently have. So right, that's surely going to be good. But is it like a knockoff of the previous chair somehow? <laughs> well, who knows <laughs> what manufacturers actually make these chairs? Yeah. But the thing is, like, I think the new chair. Is from a Japanese company, and I think the like images of it are like basically photographs in a Japanese setting because it's like smaller than my chair.
1: Oh wow. <laughs> okay. So it's, it's like you
0: don't notice, but it's like it's like an inch shorter and everything is a little bit smaller. A little bit cramped. And it's like, oh this is no good because oh, it doesn't go
1: high enough. That's really interesting. I'm tall. <laughs> yeah. I could totally see that. I can totally see that. In fairness, it's the same thing. I think with like even these chairs, right? They come in multiple sizes, but it's sized in all dimensions. Right? Yeah, it just
0: gets bigger. Yeah. But yeah, so we had to get rid of that one as well. So at this point, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with these goddamn chairs. Hmm. The no, one, the one, like so. I, I did end up looking. I, I just put it the Google like. Office chairs in Ipswich, right? Yeah, <laughs> and be like, okay, what will what will do? I mean, it's like, well, I guess apparently Glasswell still have office chairs in their actual physical store, so I guess that's the one place I can go and maybe see about sitting on an actual chair. I guess they'll be, they'll be a little bit pricey <sighs> in yep, Glasswell, I'm sure. But, right. but I mean, if you can find something that works, and then like maybe try and look it up online. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe. Yeah,
1: if you can. Well. I don't know. I've got- I don't know if like, Glasswalls probably make
0: all their own stuff, right? there well, one of those. maybe. But if you can find yeah. a similar thing, but even... Because at least then you know that the design works for you, because that's half the problem with these chairs. Sure. It's like, until you sit in them, you don't even know.
1: Yeah, because I... I mean, the only other thing I can think... Like, last time I tried all that stuff was Ikea, right? Because obviously mm. they have everything out. Yep. Um, so somewhere in the store, you're going to find what you're after. And you a bit of try it. And I sat on their gaming chairs and then decided... Nope, not for me. Um, even though they looked kind of like, you know, they were cheap enough, and I wasn't really—I've never needed like or even desired to have super expensive chairs before. No, but in that in that particular round of chair hunting, every chair I sat on felt awful. Right, every single one. So in the end, I took a punt on an expensive chair, and it was fine. Um, <laughs> but that, that was the.
0: And then when I was, was doing the, that when I was doing that Google search, I also. It came up with the Staples website because obviously they don't have a physical story longer Ooh. in Ipswich, anyway. <laughs> but like, so they came up with a website version and that was where I got that last chair from. Right. And they definitely don't do that type of chair any longer. In fact, oh. none of the chairs on the Staples website have arms that lift up any longer. <laughs> so I can literally cut even from the same place that I got that one by a similar functioning chair.
1: Yeah, I found that happened to me, like, because that was how we ended up with my one, my chair prior to the one you're sat in. Mm. Uh, that was a went to Staples, they no longer stocked the one I had previous to that, which was fine until it fell apart. Yeah, um, And it was really cheap actually, but yeah. pretty comfortable until it fell apart. Um, and then it's like, well they don't have that anymore so try and find the next best thing and then I mean that, the one I ended up was fine, it was okay but it wasn't as good as that initial one. Right? <laughs> nope. I don't know how it's like, like how... <laughs> Why are they so bad? Yep, <laughs> that's the question. Like, even the ones, even sometimes like a basic, like well, I guess what is now considered a basic office chair, yeah, would probably be acceptable. But even those are quite hard to find unless you're going through uh, an office wholesaler, right? Like, uh, so so the ones the ones we have a. Uh, at my place of work, they're actually pretty comfortable, right? They've got they're, they're mesh backed, like, but fabric bottomed, a bit like a standard office chair.
2: Mm.
1: Um, yeah, the arms can't get out of the way, so you'd be stuck with that problem. Um, but they're pretty comfortable. I mean, they're ugly as hell as well. They've got like they've, they've got like a they're like green, mm. okay. <laughs> like, they're not not a great selection of colours. Um, but uh, but they're pretty comfy. And it's like, well, where can I get hold of one of these? And I never found one. When I was looking like... Right, so they, they only sell to business. Yeah, <laughs> I, th- I think there is a bit of that. Not I mean,
2: for they're consumers. Missing,
1: they're missing a trick. Well, there's... It's whole... probably not that much of a trick, to be fair, because it's like they can build and sell in bulk and all that stuff, it's all...
0: I mean, there's, it's just like this whole thing is just another, like, casualty of the internet age where it's like, you need to... It's like shoes. You need to be able to put them on yeah. to know whether they're any good.
1: hundred percent, yeah You yes.
0: can't shop those online. I I...
1: yeah. I have I have done it, and I have got lucky with shoe shopping online. In in fairness, but there's plenty of times where I I, I put a shoe on. That I, you know, you see in a store, and you go, "That is exactly my size. That 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 looks exactly my style. Let's put it on." Oh my god, this hurts immediately. Yep. How how can this be tearing apart my ankles within thirty seconds of just walking up and down in that awkward fashion that you do? <laughs> It's not even a proper walk, is it? It's like you're trying so hard to walk normally, but it's not. You're not. And then then you catch a glimpse of yourself in the mirror as you're walking
0: weirdly, and you're like, why do I look like that? (laughs) So that's the chair problem. And, you know, still haven't even thought about the desk situation. Right. Like, I'm waiting for the PC to come, and then we'll see how that (laughs) works with the desk. (laughs) Well, presumably you haven't made the same mistake as me. I don't know because it's hard to tell from, <laughs> again, hard to tell from images on the internet. But I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure. Oh my God. I guess I should have looked at the actual dimensions. They do list the actual dimensions of the case, but I shouldn't ca- be bothered to do that. Most cases aren't enormous. <laughs> no, I'm sure.
1: Especially if it's like got a modern cooling solution in it. Well, it's got like three fans on the front and one on the back. Yeah. I mean, yep. who knows? Pretty normal. Depends, it depends if that determines its height. I suppose I've got this like extra lump of stuff and a handle on the height and of mine,
0: drawer which is... and all kinds of <laughs> shit. <laughs> really stupid stuff. But yeah, that's 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 the that's why desk computer situations still ongoing. Not very well. <laughs> so anyway,
1: we'll see how fast War Fortress simulates us. the
0: Well, I mean, that's what I'm waiting for. To, I mean. This is one of those things where it's just like, I'm super out of date, but I still don't trust multi-threaded, multi-threaded processors. That's why I was looking at the single-thread performance. I was like... Right, right, right. I, I mean, even stuff like Dwarf Fortress and Factorio and not included, they're technically multi-threaded nowadays, but like, there's still one thread that's doing most of the work. It, yeah, it depends, how, <laughs> it depends how they split it
1: off. Yeah, And in fairness, it is presumably much easier for, I guess, independent-scale developers to to build their apps that way yes
0: Um, multi-threading is still not a like trivial thing even
1: nowadays no every now and then you come across one of those digital foundries right and they tear down why a certain thing is performing poorly and they go well there's clearly like a load on one or two threads here Mm. Um, so it's not utilizing my CPU to its fullest there's a
0: bottleneck there somewhere Um, even Vintage Story just pins one of my CPUs the entire time like right (laughs) yeah (laughs) I
1: tried emulating I tried uh messing around with original Xbox emulation a little bit this week as well, and uh yeah, the system's not nearly powerful enough for that but mm. but uh but that's because of a single threaded problem right, right? like it, it's it's emulating the OG xbox, but it's doing it on a single thread, and obviously with all the overheads that come with it mm. and uh struggled struggled too much. There's, yeah. there's some stuff i got to work but yeah no, it, it, certain applications just, just really drag it down I, you just can't handle it
0: so that will be the interesting thing when I get the new PC it's like let's load up my most advanced actually not included the so you can see how much better the frame rate gets hopefully <laughs>
1: Uh, given how old your machine was, yeah, significantly. <laughs> You'd
0: hope, but you know, the trouble is that, like, even people who, people who have good co- computers talking about that game, they're like, yeah, it chugs down eventually. Mm. But what does eventually mean? Yeah. And how bad is chugging to them? Sure. Because obviously, I'm very, like, non sensitive to frame rates, as has been <laughs> discussed several times, which mm. is why I'm still using this ancient PC, because I don't even really care that much. You're pretty resistant. It's what happened to the PC before this when I was playing TF2 at like 15 frames a second and I was totally fine. How? (laughs) That's absurd
1: to me, that is. That game would be unplayable at anything below a nice 60. (laughs) You you must have played it at below 60. Like, even the first times. I have. I didn't enjoy it as much. But you wouldn't have known and I, well and i went for a phase as well where i upgraded one pc during t- our tf2 playing system. well well yeah. i say upgraded i doubled its ram and then ran into a problem with the motherboard in that it didn't like that amount of ram and mm. lowered the speed of it right which in in tf2 was an absolute killer for some reason most things were fine but Team Fortress really hated it, and like and like that. So and that started costing me frames when I upgraded. And it's like, what is going on? And it's like, yeah, that was it. uh uh And that wasn't a fun time. <laughs> I undid that modification, right, uh, and found a way of making that work a bit better. uh But you know, I used to play it on my work PC. There was a period of time where I'd play TF2 at work at lunchtimes because you know I. had they were pretty, pretty nice to me at that job um, <laughs> and uh, yeah that
0: was a subpar experience <laughs> and it was, but... I mean I was playing like, at like 15 frames a second in 4 by 3 <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> that was how hardcore I was 15 is really low though that's like
1: worse than Ocarina of Time low
0: it's fine <laughs> I'm not sure I could go back to that. I mean, that's that's like going back to the N64, which is like you go back, you're like, how did we even manage to do anything? <laughs> I, I've, been, I've, been, I've been thinking about doing that as, as, <laughs> as the next, as,
1: like the next two consoles to get out of the loft for me are the N64 and the OG Xbox. Right. Uh, so it's um, uh, yeah, I, I, I do want to return to. it. I, I want to go back and play all the the like the really dumb stuff on the N64 stuff, like the. Probably the least played things that I've got. Go back and actually see what spend some time with them properly. Mm.
0: And then try and work out why I didn't play them very <laughs> much at the time. Well you probably you will either find out real quickly or it will just be one of those things where it's like, I was dumb in the past.
1: Yeah. <laughs> or I didn't I didn't really understand why why this was good or why it oh I don't understand why I thought it was good that's the bit I'm most worried about it's like I'll go back to some of those and be like why
0: did I think this was good hmm. yeah maybe so anyway news let's move on mm. I suppose unless you have any
1: other random to bring up no not really okay, I, yeah. I, that, uh, you know, I'll wait for Dan to come back before I say I've watched one episode of Ahsoka but, oh okay Star Wars yeah <laughs> Star Wars but uh, you know I'll, I'll get a little bit further on that I'm hyped for the the uh, Scott Pilgrim. Oh, NA. right. Yes. That's, that's, that's out in a couple of weeks.
0: Um, looks real good. <laughs> For, you know, the exact same story again. Yeah. It's like, no, that's not... Well, presumably, like, the you know,
1: the longer version. Well, and I never fully read all of the, like, the actual graphic novels, I'm right? Sure. So, So I'm sure there'll be some stuff that I'll find interesting. Yes.
0: The news. I mean... What's been going on in video games? Not News. not much.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, usual holiday release season. Well, yes, Call out, <laughs> yeah, Call of Duty came out. There you go. Yeah, Call of Duty. That's how you know it's November. I've
0: I've I haven't really been able to judge what the sentiment on this card is. Well, people like, say it doesn't uh, work good. I guess. Oh, really? Supposedly, and also the campaign is bad. But you know, that's Call of Duty, really. <laughs> yeah, it
1: hasn't hasn't really
0: hasn't really looked from the
1: outside looking in like CODs had a good campaign for a long time no
0: Um, because people didn't expect it to so why do people keep complaining about yeah i mean there was you know there was one or two that were good and then for some reason that got ingrained in people Well, they always have (laughs) they always feel
1: like they have potential right it's like in fairness like all through the i guess the initial the the heyday of the black ops the early black ops era i guess like black ops one and two were great Mm. I, i i legitimately think those campaigns are pretty great um uh but then everything after that hasn't really I mean Advanced Warfare was fine. And then Infinite Warfare was less so. <laughs> and I haven't played a COD since. Yeah. Um I don't know. There's a bit there's a bit of me that's like the new modern warfare campaign, you know, at least the f- what they showed of one and two, there's a there's an intrigue factor, right? Because I played those ones back, you know, back the originals back in on the 360 days, and there's a little bit of me that's like uh, you know it would be it would be cool to kind of go back to those i remember cod 4 being good yeah um uh and enjoying that quite a bit uh so so going back to modern warfare 1 you know the remade version of that does does hold a little bit of interest yeah um but to hear that it then peter's out the like that's that's got me less interested because it's like now i don't want to get invested in a storyline that's clearly designed to go over a trilogy now mm Whereas you know Cod Four at the time, you were just like, well, you had no idea that there was going to
0: be a trilogy of these. Neither did day, no. no. <laughs> so that's Cod. Uh, that's not news. That's uh. not, really, not really news. It's the same as it's been for years.
1: I, the only news with Cod Right is that this wasn't supposed, and it's not new news. Was that this one wasn't supposed to be a full game,
0: right? right?
1: Like the, the, they were going to, they were going to controversially <laughs> Which is why skip the campaign it. sucks. Yeah. Um, and you know there's, there's there's talk that they were crunching on this to, to get it done and stuff like that so. but how unusual is that yeah how <laughs> unusual is that for COD um, how, how unusual is it for poor working practices at an Activision studio
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so actual news I guess uh, there was a weird pattern for potentially the Switch 2 but maybe not but then again like, definitely not well I don't know Nintendo patents have been coming true recently <laughs> like the last few that we've seen like the
1: Zelda ones oh well i mean they were true because they were in a game that was already out the uh, it, they were it, they came out slightly before the game came out they? yeah i thought i thought they were like at the time
0: like you know cuz they were i Nintendo mean Nintendo are so leak averse they don't sure, normally the patterns are different you can't prevent those from being public cuz that's the whole point mm. <laughs> they have to be in a publicly accessible database at a certain point but yeah then the, this pattern came out that l- makes them switch to look like a 3DS, but with, but with three, three screens. Because <laughs> a screen on the back of the top screen, I guess. Yeah,
1: so t- a two screen flipper in your hand, but then a third screen on I mean, the that, panel like, for when it's clamshelled closed. I mean, I guess it's that's like, sort what, of. Why? why? And a and, and detail that it in theory splits so apart. Well, so I mean, like that's just like Joy Cons,
0: right? They just, it's the advanced version of Joy Cons where now each person has a screen as well. <laughs> I, I guess. But then you can't do.
1: Like one in each hand, Joy-Con stuff, unless you bought Joy-Con well, I mean, separately. And it,
0: are they just getting rid of Joy-Cons in, in they general? Yeah, getting rid of Joy-Cons, yeah. because um, realistically, what ever used them as a separate thing? WarioWare movie, yep, that's pretty much it. <laughs> and one, two, one, two switch, switch. <laughs> and the other one, two switch that no one ever one, remembers. Everybody, one, two switch, <laughs> yep. Uh,
1: so yeah, I don't know that, like. Does much i have waggle in, like, it wasn't it wasn't much waggle this this generation fortunately well i mean it's not
0: a lot of pointing no i mean pointing obviously yeah, is like i
1: guess ring fit is a, is a yeah is a, i mean specific, is a
0: successful one specific like use cases like i know the toy Cons or whatever oh, right, <laughs> like, yeah. very specific things that you could do with the toy Cons. constantly
1: forget labo existed yeah and then and then when i see it it's like oh yeah that was kind of cool
0: it was a kind of cool thing mm. the classic Nintendo technique of making this whole gimmick that no one ever does except for them like once yeah. <laughs> whoever remembers that there's an IR sensor on the bottom of the left controller that you can use to look at shapes I mean I do
1: but there are so many like like times where people seem like baffled by the fact that that exists and the number of YouTube videos you see like, did you know it had this yeah. and I'm like yes
2: <laughs> well it was
1: in
0: the marketing right from the start yeah, exactly. but no one used it apart from Nintendo like twice <laughs> And they were both one T-Switch. <laughs> yeah, and, that, and, no, and nobody has made, like, Weed
1: style minigame collections for Switch, right? Even though they'd no. be totally capable of it. Yeah. Well, apart from maybe... How would they do the... I guess the one thing the, the, the Joy-Cons can't do is the Wii controller's distance to the screen thing that was always like the worst part of that controller's fidelity well, Unless you fidelity could anyway. use the
0: IR thing, like turn the controller around and point the IR at the oh, screen. Oh, right, so it could see the screen and make a judgment. Yeah. If, but
1: it would have to know how big your screen is. Well, and, yeah,
0: you'd have to work that out somehow. Yeah.
1: Which is kind of how the Cinder and Light Guns work, right? They they That's why they put a border on your screen to try and make
0: it easier for it to or tell. May, it or maybe the... Switches and gyroscopes could be sensitive enough to just like sense distance physically. Oh right. Maybe. Like the the maybe motion plus would have been
1: enough to yeah. figure that out, maybe. But anyway, yes,
0: this weird there Not that there were,
1: any, there were many good no, examples of that functioning. Remember, but that was an add on. That wasn't built into the actual
0: system itself.
1: Do you remember that Sonic and the Secret Rings minigame? Yep, we sure do. Totally too. failed to, to, to measure that correctly. That wasn't, even, that
0: wasn't even. That was well before the Plus.
1: That oh, was before the Plus, yeah. That was using the Wii. That was trying to do it the normal way. That was doing it pure IR, yeah. And uh, failed miserably. Yep. It, it was hilarious. Uh,
0: <laughs> so, anyway, the Switch 2, I mean, it's. You know, more Switch Two rumors about like it's happening for real, <laughs> but maybe not in this weird patent form. I, I don't believe at this point that Switch
1: Two is going to be of any, you know, in terms of like weird gimmickry, I don't think it's going to be any different from Switch One.
0: Well, I'm more, I'm like wondering whether whether they are just going to get rid of the Joy Cons, where it's going to be like the Switch Lite. Switch Lite.
1: I mean. Uh, yeah they might they might yeah, and then have cell motion controls separately if
0: well, we'll just keep the pro controller with the basic controls in it, and then just why, have that why would it. they
1: why would they <laughs> yeah maybe, maybe they've i mean yeah I was about to say why, but then also that was about they've probably gotten they would they would do that if the switch light numbers were good enough, right, and be like, well, we don't have to spend that money.
0: Well I mean maybe on, like
1: on, on complicated controllers
0: maybe the uh, the like concept just didn't didn't succeed like they wanted to because like obviously you well, to use them individually Yeah like the whole idea of the original Switch marketing and everything was like oh, you're going to hand this Joy-Con to your friend and then you're going to play a two-player game with two tiny Joy-Cons Which as I've, controllers
1: I think I've done exactly
0: once <laughs> Yep but, like, if that fell through that badly, where they just like, okay, fine, people don't want that, we'll just fucking get rid of the
1: dragons? I, <laughs> I did that exactly once, on a train, in fact, and put my console in... On the a shitty stand? On a shitty stand, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And tried to play Smash Brothers that way. Yep. It was um, not the best way to play games. Obviously. Uh, and in tennis, I haven't got a flat rooftop on which to try. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Dan can, Dan- Apparently. <laughs> Oh, on his balcony i guess or the roof oh, that he okay. can supposedly he got- get
0: to ah interesting
1: as interesting. we keep mentioning we should do that we should, go up- we should just go up to his roof and play Have a switch party yeah. just us free <laughs> <laughs> with our free switches hey everybody crowd around and watch us play nba or whatever
0: the demo was Yep. <sighs> so that's switch too. um xbox for some reason don't want you using third party controls any longer, apparently yeah this
1: is pretty weird I, uh, uh, and and rightly so plenty, uh, a, a good portion especially a good the fighting game community I was about to say a good portion of the community the fighting game community yep. in particular have kicked off being like but, uh, but but what about all our fight sticks? what about all our fight sticks? yeah those things are expensive and we uh, have a tendency to use adapters to make sure we can still use them I was really considering buying an adapter so I could use my fight stick with my Series X um, recently hmm. Um probably won't now because it won't work unless mm-hmm. those companies do deals to get them on the authorized list and i don't know I, I there's a there's there's an element of okay i can see microsoft wanting to keep the ecosystem happy and cut down on macro controllers and cheat devices essentially that can just yeah put the input you need. I mean, it's getting to the point now where I guess you could AI train a model on the visuals of a game and then have it input the controls. Well, yes. Like a task bot,
0: I guess. Well, yeah. Um, Well, sort of, except those are still human programs, really. Yeah, kind of. And (laughs) they're
1: not not necessarily using the visual representation (laughs) on which to drive them, but you you really could. And like if the introduction of that would be bad for multiplayer games. Um, So I can see why they would perhaps want to uh, you know keep keep it as cheap free as possible but also come on come on now at least make it easy for those companies to, like uh, they haven't been clear but at least make it easier for those companies to become authorized and the, and the amount
0: uh, or, sure but like presumably that wouldn't be backwards compatible though no, no we, things that are already out in the open wouldn't be able to be like patched. To, if they... to, in, to integrate that authori- authorization
1: and and yeah, it depends how that authorization even works, right? Cause presumably well, presumably
0: when it's an official controller, it just has like what like the chip just sends a, an ID to the console or whatever. Yeah,
1: but it has to be more than that because otherwise you'd be able to mimic it pretty easily
0: right sure, just build, but it, build
1: hardware that issues that ID. well
0: sure but then you've got like you know all the iphone bullshit where like you take one singular part out of it and it can, and it can tell sure, <laughs> like cause yeah. all the parts are linked to all their serial numbers or whatever sure, sure. yeah and, and
1: hey licensing models are built on that stuff as well yep. right so they can tie you to a machine um uh it's that's fine but yeah there must be some kind of like comms protocol to determine that because if it is as simple as just like oh to use usb terms like usb devices tend to have a product id sure. to identify what they actually are yeah um but you know you could quite easily just build something that that issues that product id um and behaves as something <laughs> else which i guess is like how you end up with like generic chinese sound cards <laughs> and things like that <laughs> in that particular era of devices um uh you know it's pretty easy to mimic that stuff so unless they 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 must unless they're introducing a way to identify that and that requires a <laughs> firmware update on Xbox controllers which they can do mm. that is a thing um and thus then any authorized product needs to also implement that prot- protocol i don't quite know how this is going to be pulled off exactly but hey, I guess if those products that are in the wild do have their own product ID but still function on the Xbox, then they can quite easily just say those PIDs aren't supported.
0: Mm. I mean, evidently they can already tell, so
1: yeah. <laughs> somehow. Yeah, I don't know. I think this is pretty dumb. Some hackers will always find a way, right? It's one of those problems. Yeah. Hackers will always find a way.
0: Um. Build a Lego Mindstorms robot that manipulates the controller (laughs) automatically. Just a legit controller. (laughs) That's that's rad, though. I know, that's that's the cool way of doing it. (laughs) It's always cooler to build an actual physical device that interfaces with a physical controller rather than just putting signals in. (laughs) That's why they do that fake taskbot where they're when they're doing like GDQ or whatever. It's like it looks like a rob, but it's holding a controller. It's like that's not actually. It's not actually pushing buttons. buttons. It's no. for looks, but you wish it was.
1: Yeah, I, I really, especially if it could push it as fast as what it has to do for some of those tests. <laughs> yeah, things. that'd be funny. Uh, yeah, so there's that. That's a that's a bummer. It's a bummer from my perspective because I was considering joining it. Because you party. have a fight stick? <laughs> I have a fight stick. Yeah, and I and it's underused, and uh, I I could. I could plug it into my Series X and have a good time with it. There's nothing wrong with my fight stick other than the fact that it's an Xbox 360 tied. <laughs> other than the fact that it's old. <laughs> so, yeah. There's nothing, There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. Um, And that's a bummer. Uh, also, fight sticks are expensive.
2: Like, oh, yeah. buy them
1: new. So, you know.
0: uh,
1: Do you want to talk about the Zelda movie?
0: I mean, a little bit, I guess. Do you want to talk about it? I'm like, sure Dad will want to talk about it too when he gets into the podcast again. But, like... Them, they're making one apparently <laughs>
1: well yeah makes sense well, I'm, I'm sort of surprised they're doing this and not just immediately saying we're doing a Mario sequel
0: well space them out <laughs> Mario married movie only just came out <laughs> there's a Zelda but, in between but then it's like it'll be like I say it yeah. Well, I
1: mean it came out what early this year but also it would be years away for them to make a new one would it though? Yeah, probably. Unless it was already like deep in production. It took years for them to make that one. Well, sure, but like all the assets are done, right? <laughs>
0: it's uh, almost like making
1: a video game. Yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> well, they'll they'll have a set a suite of assets they could use at least. Yeah, to a point, they'll always have to make new ones. But... Yeah, and they've still got to write the script. And...
0: <laughs> sure, for whatever much effort that takes,
1: and potentially upgrade their technology as they always do. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Um blah 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 blah.
0: But like how the fuck the Zelda I mean like the classic question. Well, I mean, what Zelda- story do you pick? Like is it gonna be one of the or do they Well one of the I mean, you one? make a generic one, obviously. Right. A generic new Zelda story that is still the same Zelda story it always is it's just it's just like you would with the with the games. <laughs> CDI one. Well that's the thing, it's just like it sure is boring around what, here. What choices do you have for how Link is going to exist in this thing? You have silent protagonist, which would be really interesting for a movie, it but would, it would be, really be virtually impossible. Yeah. And also... Or you have, like, see the eyes outer or, like, excuse me, princess. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> those are the three different options for Link, basically. But Link also isn't, like...
1: Uh, I mean, it's uh, Link. Link is a, hes a weird character, right? Because he isn't a silent.
0: Protagonist. No, It's he, like in, obviously in Breath of the Wild. He talks all the time. Yeah, <laughs> he says all kinds of shit. He can not can't shut up. But you—you like, th- you have to assume that he's just from the way he acts in the cutscenes where there is still no voice acting. It's like he's obviously a very neutral personality, regardless of what he is saying. Mm. Like what he's saying is probably not like ridiculous
1: in any way. He literally only, only describes like facts of what happened right yeah. there's, there's no nuance or like you know you don't get like an attitude resp- I I mean, people don't respond to his attitude well right? people do
0: occasionally be like be, they occasionally be like they <laughs> be like man but occasionally be like you look a bit like sad or confused or what like they react to him having some amount of emotions do they? i
2: don't really remember
1: that
0: because like when you first do the first dragon tier inver is like oh you look Perturbed, or some other word. <laughs> <laughs> what did you see? Yes, yeah, so, so it's like, clearly he had, does have some expressions beyond literally saying things, but mm. not much. But yeah, and, I, I don't know. Like, and, he, and, he won't, and he shouldn't talk much. No, I mean, ideally. Other than going,
2: what?
0: <laughs> the other end. than leak noises. <laughs> yeah. But, when, you know, that's exactly what we said about Mario. And apparently this movie is fine. <laughs> sure. Uh, apparently.
1: I don't... I can... I think Mario talking is more of is, uh, for some reason in my head Mario talking is more acceptable. Maybe because we had maybe because we had the Mario Super Show. I don't know. Like well, no, and man, the old cartoon. I mean, Mario but,
0: talking is acceptable because it's he, like and he also occasionally says words, right? Well, like, sure, in the games, yes, he actually has a voice. Yeah, um, but like it's acceptable because he's obviously you know, like a cartoon character and therefore is fine for movies to have one-liners or whatever. Like, mm. yeah, that makes sense. But whereas Link, who is like this silent protagonist, except he isn't silent, except he doesn't really, you know, emote much. You can't just turn, unless you go to see the eye route, you can't turn him into like a cheesy movie character. <laughs> Man, it would be, they would never do this
1: because it wouldn't appeal to kids, mainly. Uh, but it would be really cool if they did lean into the silent thing so he he had like you sort of join him and he's already started the quest you know it's a little bit in media res so he's like already sort of in and and they can sure they can do flashbacks with voices and things like that with other characters talking right. like they do in Breath of the Wild <laughs> but they just tell this entire, this this very solo very uh, like you're on your own in 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 a, in a dangerous land. Yeah, I like, mean, like you said, that doesn't
0: doesn't work for kids in, in the no, slightest. Uh, not at all. Because you, you have could, to like, be able to like interpret what's going on purely through the visuals without just being told exactly. <laughs> which is what the problem with kids is.
1: It would it would make a rad movie and an interesting adapt and a, if nothing else, an interesting adaptation. But like, they would never do that. No, they would, it's not Nintendo enough.
0: But yeah, I don't know. I like. So the thing is, like,
1: I guess. He... I guess Metroid, like Samus's. Is... Samus is a properly silent. Well, other than other him. <laughs>
0: free. Well, yeah, and free. A bit. Prime... Is she talking through. Prime free. Well, I don't think People she talked. Taught... to her. People talk to her, but like, like that's still implied that there's sometimes replies, right? Sort of in the Breath of the Wild. Soul. I don't know. I don't remember free that well. <laughs> no.
1: Yeah, if you're, if you're ignoring other M, I don't know that Samus ever says a thing.
0: Except for maybe in like the intro and end of the game, occasionally, describing the mission. Oh, oh those right. Those are sort but of assumed are, but, to be her, I guess. Yeah, I guess. But, but
1: <laughs> they're, yeah, they're not really necessarily her talking, right? They're logs. I yeah. guess it's like, yeah, so much of a muchness, I guess, at that point. But yeah, she doesn't really ever speak.
0: But then, in most of those games, she doesn't have anyone to speak to. Yeah, <laughs> She's exactly. literally alone the whole time,
2: which is cool.
0: But
1: could you... so it's not like um, it's not they don't run into the Aloy problem, right? Where she's like telling herself everything. Oh yeah, that's describing, on the screen, describing no.
0: what is currently going on. Oh, boy, I'm climbing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't like so. You'd want... There's all these ways that you'd want them to come up with cool ways to make this work, but they're not going to. They're going to make the most generic way, like like they did with Mario, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Link is Chris Pratt. Because he's so cool. God damn it. I'm If, if my emoter turns up and says the next actor for Link is so cool, I'm going to be really annoyed. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: they have to... Do the the Breath of the Wild, Tears of the Kingdom world version?
0: I don't know forward. if they do. That would. Always, I well, mean, again, well, it would, it I would,
1: would love there to be Robbie and him having an electric guitar. <laughs> sure, and you'd like there to be these characters, and for him to be Nicholas fucking Cage. I don't think that would work. No, like like Mad Scientist Robbie is Nicholas Cage. No. I don't think that's the right personality. No? Oh man, I think that's hundred percent the right personality. Because <laughs> he's he's the most he's probably the
0: most unhinged like side Yeah, but he's even unhinged in that same way. <laughs> <laughs> it's the wrong kind of unhinged, oh, mate. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, they could do that world, but I don't think. Like, I think that introduces too much complexity, even for the like I said, they're going to oh, do yeah, the most basic but, thing. They would have
1: to. They would have to take they would take the characters but pare it down massively. It wouldn't necessarily be that story, but I can see them lifting like those that form of the characters well, yeah, maybe. Watch the internet go crazy for the next iteration
0: of pura well, I mean put anyone in that role, and you'll be good <laughs> basically. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know it seems like it's just gonna it's, they tell the Hyrule Warriors story well that would be one of the options is like the ultimate universe version of a story that's already out. like ultimate mm. universe Ocarina of Time yeah <laughs> just redo that but like slightly different that's fine for the story it's just how it's going to actually function as a movie is the problem but you know that's exactly what we said about Mario they wouldn't necessarily have
1: like like the quest for six sages or something like that they'd have to cut it down and be like you need to find the sage or something well or find the MacGuffin. Find the Master Sword and they could probably just leave
0: it at that. Well, yeah, sure. I mean, that is pretty much like how most of those games work. I mean, mm. you get the free, free miscellaneous items that let you get the Master Sword and then that's, that's that. <laughs> pretty much. So, yeah. There's that happening, maybe. Well... i mean mean, this is not a rumor this is actual information so it's presumably going to happen unless it gets (laughs) cancelled
1: yeah at at this point in time work is being done on a zelda movie yeah some some in some capacity i wonder how it's probably like literally just kicked off right so it's probably years away well because i wonder if they were like i I would imagine they would have been gauging what mario movie did well sure And which was, which would have been wise given you know the, the previous ones yeah. well the previous ones and just the history of video game films in general oh sure it's not a it's not a safe bet or well, it wasn't a safe bet I suppose until until Nintendo actually spent money on doing one
0: uh, I mean here's the, another here's another way you could make the Zelda movie cool that would actually work is just like have it not be an outlink <laughs> just, just Make it about, I don't know, you're and Robbie. Oh, what? And you occasionally just see Link. Have him turn up and do cool things occasionally, but like have it be the actual characters who have personality, who yeah, have the actual story she happening You make Link like the Boba Fett of the. Of, of yeah, Zelda. kind of. <laughs> he just shows up in the fights.
1: That would be kind of funny. Yeah. He's, he's just there as muscle. Like, he's not actually important, he's just there to do the do the job.
0: Yeah. I mean, they, that would be a way to do it. I mean, he would literally, you'd have the talking characters be the focus of the movie, and he'd be, like, the bodyguard, but then when fighting happens, it's like, now he, like, he can just, show off his cool moves. He, he just steps forward and does a spin attack. <laughs> yeah, he can show off his cool moves for a while in this scene. Yeah. <laughs> or
1: they're talking about how they get a job done or something, and he just fires an arrow and does it while well, they're still talking. For comedy, value, yes, yeah. obviously. <laughs> <laughs> How are we going to get up there? And he's just like, and you just, like see, him, you just see him in the background, just go <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, like wave off or something to be like, I'm, I'm already there, guys. Catch up. <laughs> he will just
0: ascend. <laughs> like, like, how do we get up there? Boing. <laughs> well, it's like, how does he get up there? Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't really yeah. solve the rest of the problem. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that. There's maybe there's probably a zelda movie going to happen at some point. Get hype. <laughs> and that's news. Or at least what news we could see.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Dems to breaks. <laughs> That's the end of the uh, News style. Oh, okay then. So, I mean, now we're, now we're going to have a potentially not very long what we've been playing, depending on how much Rob has played.
1: Oh, am, I, am, I, oh, am I going, am I? Well, uh, yeah. Let's, let's think. What have I been doing? I finished Exo Primal. You finished it. I finished the story part of XO Primal. Right. Um, cuz you can't keep playing it forever. Yeah. <laughs> and it does like uh once you finish the story it does unlock like a specific like pl- harder mode which I haven't tried yet. Does
0: actually. it actually like have a real ending to the actual story or does it just imply that you just you just continue running these civilization simulations mm-hmm. simulations like forever? No, it is actually like a proper ending. <laughs> okay. Like uh uh
1: I mean it has a it has a has a single line of minor cliffhangery stuff. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um that they then that nobody addresses. Uh, that just sort of happens. In the in the middle of the end, I suppose, there is a line of dialogue where you are just like, Oh, 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 this isn't over. And and and, and your character actually kinda does a little bit. He doesn't seem super. He doesn't seem as pumped as everyone else that this is over. <laughs> he knows something. Yeah, but of course your your guy is like a silent guy, yeah. so he so he doesn't he doesn't say so that. So he hopefully can't warn people. <laughs> well, it's implied in some parts of the dialogue that like there there is a he does he does talk right, okay but just never on camera or never even or you know he doesn't even do that thing where it's like oh uh you know where like in zelda where there's a silent <laughs> right there. like that never happens but like there are there, there are ty- there's a bit of dialogue at one point where it goes like oh it's like that type that's like that story ace always tells you really need some more stories and then it's like but he never talks it's like <laughs> what are you talking about um uh so it's a uh, I don't know. I was, I still really liked that game all the way to the end. Like it, it, I don't think it quite like like most things. It doesn't quite maintain the promise of the goofiness that it does right at the very start. Like well, the start of the game is so out there and wild then it doesn't quite like it doesn't throw enough surprises in at the end. I guess is what I mean. Like it becomes a little like everything does come together uh, and. And they even have like a sequence where they try and explain how it all comes together, like okay, like because it's all about time travel. Well, yeah, inter- that bi- is the problem. there's one point <laughs> where they literally like draw a graph and talk through, talk through. Here's the, Zelda, the whiteboard. Here's the Zelda timeline <laughs> of all of those adventures. Like, yeah, which is which is pretty funny, but also like uh, there's also parts of that we are listening to it and go, uh huh. But that doesn't work, and you've skipped over that detail. And the, like, it's 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 time paradox hell. Yeah, and it doesn't really work, <laughs> really. But it's um, but it's fun to go along. For, it, it it's fun to be on that ride. And in fairness, the last level, which is a twenty five minute insane sort of battle against swarm the wor- swarms of the worst dinosaurs and uh all kinds of madness going on was trying to take down what is an actual a pretty disappointing boss character i would say like the boss spoiler some mild spoilers the boss is basically like just a big ass exo suit because that's what leviathan was trying to perfect this whole time right, <laughs> right. that's that's not a spoiler that's that's ob- that's like obvious from the start But it doesn't actually move. Like it's a big stationary target that summons things around him and stuff. And you have to do stuff to kind of weaken him and open up a weak point Mm. for massive damage. And uh, so, like the actual sort of like a Metal Gear, basically, kind of, (laughs) yeah. So the the actual boss itself isn't all that interesting. But playing the level and having everything go popping off at its like maximum possible level and being bonkers and having ten players working cooperatively together to do this it was a good time right. that, that was fun it was mad and there, there was a, there was one objective that I got totally wrong because I pushed the wrong button and like did the wrong thing and then it's like oh shit now we've got to wait 30 seconds before I can do that again sorry guys sorry <laughs> <laughs> so that was pretty funny um, uh, there, there were there bit, so, so, like one guy just sort of walked up to me when I pushed the wrong button and just sat down <laughs> <laughs> was just in the middle of this fight and I'm like yeah I know I know <laughs> Uh, it's, that that was. I don't know. I I really enjoyed my time with XO Primal. It was. It kept me dragged in and uh, all the way to the end of its story. It takes about fifty ish matches for you to get through the story. Um, and each match is about twenty minutes long. If that's it, it says it says I've played the game for about eleven hours, but. A lot, but that's only measuring the time inside the war games, right? right. So you're spending. Not menus. Not, not menus, not waiting for matchmaking, which in fairness can take quite a while at times. Well, not, not even the time you spend listening to the to the cutscene bits or watching the actual actual cutscenes. So like, it doesn't count any of that as part of it. And it's got some pretty dope credits music.
0: Well, I mean, it better. <laughs> at the end of all this, you better be playing some ridiculous rock songs. Oh, yes. <laughs> it is very much that
1: uh, <laughs> uh yeah it's, it's great it's great like what a what a nice surprise exo primal was this year I, I wasn't i wasn't i wasn't expecting to be quite so into it as i was but it's one of those games where i do wish like after you've seen a couple of the wild things it does that you're not surprised by the next things it does they're not quite as impactful as the first time it does it hmm. and, and there are still matches even right towards the end that i was playing where it uh, I think I talked about it last time, where they the, the, they call them like the Carnage Module moments or something, where like they they summon big swarms or big events in a specific place on the map, and all the way to the end, I'm still discovering ones new ones of those that happens like oh I haven't seen it do this before, uh, and I'm 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 left wondering it's like did were that were those timed to my progression that I would encounter a mission like that or because there is definitely a. The, the mission difficulty and the stuff you can encounter definitely unlocks over that that period of time, right? Um, um, but now I'm once sat there wondering, is like just because of the matchmaking system, like were there some of those variants I haven't seen yet? I don't know, because I think there's at least one, there's at least one carnage event per map, because they happen in a specific place, right? Um, uh, and I'm trying to think if there's a map that I've been on where I haven't seen one, and I'm, I'm not sh- I'm not sure there is. <laughs> I might have seen them all, but uh, they're all kind of fun when they happen. They're all, they're all a bit, they're all a little bit different. Um, it's a good time. Play Primal. It's on Game Pass. <laughs> That's the reason of goals, as always. Sure. <laughs> what have you got to lose? It's on Game Pass. Give it a go. You might like it. Um, uh yeah, I'm I'm probably going to go back to it and try the, some of the some of the savage missions and see what see what they're like, see if they are a step above. Um, and I I never got to the point where I unlocked any of the alpha variants of the suits either. So there's ten suits you can unlock the base level suits, but then there's like you have to, once you level up a suit to level twenty, you have the ability to get the alpha version of that suit, which has a different primary weapon hmm. um and i've not i've not tried any of those um uh I've just never unlocked. i've tried to, i tried to spread spread out what i was playing actually <laughs> uh, so so i've got a so i've got a bit of a mixture but I'd, yeah i'd like to give a uh, an alpha or two a go um i've seen a couple in action and they do they you know they're, they're little changes right they're things that would normally be like i don't know like a weapon switch in tf2 or something like that where there's a variant or right, something. Yeah. like i'm pretty sure roadblocks roblox normally behaves a bit like the the big shield guy in overwatch whose name i can't remember now either Um, of them yeah but it just puts like a massive energy shield in front of me to walk around and hold off the dinosaurs that way yeah um but i think his variant he puts the shield down instead of holding it so you can still do attacks but the shield is then in a fixed position um until you put a different one down or something like that so there's you know it's a small variant, and I know which doctor's is. He normally has, a, has an electric, like, electro fingers, kind of like stunning gun that doesn't do a lot of damage but stops things in their tracks a little bit. But his he has a variant where it's more of a heal beam or damage beam, so you actually he actually can be a bit more offensive. But if he wants to heal people, he can look at people and do it that way instead. Um, and I don't know if that means that he then doesn't have his big old repair function which just creates a big old area of healing
2: hmm.
1: like presumably he can't have that if he's got this other heal function so yeah I'm, I'm interested I'm interested um,
2: the combat's good enough that I, like, that, I, that I can be intrigued by that stuff so it's
1: murdering a triceratops never gets old I don't know why think... like <laughs> maybe I should play monster hunter. Maybe I'd be into like taking down. BNs. I doubt it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very different game. Yep.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess it is still Capcom or whatever. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> and I, and, and I think I said, said last time, like, I think, I think some of the goofiness is perhaps lifted from the tone of monster hunter. Well, sure. I guess a little bit, a little bit. Um, yeah, but it's a it's a good game. It's a good game. Uh, what else, I've been doing uh, st- stuff that I've been finishing off. I uh, I continue to poke a
0: little bit at Forza, I've not played a lot of that. Um, I, I saw a YouTube video about Forza that came up in my list. What was it about? Oh, it was about how, how there's like inverse drafting that makes the races close, it's like an anti rubber band supposedly oh, weird. Suppose, this is like you know community like research or whatever theories but supposedly if you're if you're like drafting behind someone you get like a draft effect like you sure. would expect but if you're in front if you're the person in front who's being drafted you get less downforce so it makes you more likely oh, to lose grip on corners
1: interesting so they're actually in, if you're if you're in first it makes it actually hampers the person in first yeah
0: it makes it easier for the people behind you to catch up and overtake yeah, weird that's the theory, but like, <laughs> or is it just people panicking? Well, I mean, that's what you would assume. But supposedly, through the amount of testing that people have done, it's like no, there's definitely some kind of actual physical effect happening. <laughs> Interesting. That seems a bit antithetical to what. Well, yeah, what exactly. That, what that team
1: would do, and therefore the angry YouTube videos. <laughs> but then, wouldn't they? Wouldn't all that stuff be visible? Because, like, Forza Games let you access the telemetry. That's being that's being applied to
0: cars. Yeah, I don't think this video I was watching had any of the telemetry stuff in it, but, you know... I'm not talking about that. So people like... seem fairly convinced by this argument.
2: Hmm. <laughs> but
0: yeah. they they were doing, like, side-by-side comparisons of, like, here's how I took this corner when I was racing by myself, and here's how I took this exact same corner, but there was someone behind me, and it's like, oh, no, I lost all this grip. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I, I, my
1: mind is cast back to... Um... Uh some a game that I don't remember thinking was very good. <laughs> uh I remember playing the GameCube version of R Racing. Right. Not E Racing. <laughs> Not E Racing. It was R Racing Revolution and it was supposed to be like the simulation spin-off of Ridge Racer. Right. Um so it was Namco developed. But it had this like um a little bit like like burnout, I suppose. It had a um uh a a pressure. was it? What was that called? Like a pressure system or something, where if you're behind someone, like occasionally in burnout, they would just freak out and crash, right? Oh,
0: right. The AI would. Yes. Yeah. Um,
1: but uh, and R racing had the same thing. So if you were like right behind someone for a while, the the, the AI would start to feel pressured, and there'd be a little bar that would start depleting. Um, so you could tell how pressured they were and they would make more mistakes as that bar started to to reduce so you know it gamified it a little bit right um, uh, like I wonder if you know, in some of these cases, if it's just that, but real, you know.
0: Well, I mean, that is, you know, that is the that's why you think it's like maybe they were hiding it. It's like that's how they hide their rubber banding by making it seem like it's just the actual physical yeah, yeah. reactions of players.
1: Yeah, I mean, maybe. I mean, I've definitely had. You know, know, If I'm if I'm playing like a like a like a multiplayer game and I'm winning or something, you do get that little bit, that little extra buzz going oh, yes, on, right? And, and, and um, or. If, you're playing a high score game and you're about to complete like a really difficult challenge or something and it's just like you get that little, that little fizz just as you're getting there and that fizz can be the thing that you your undoing I'm sure of it yep um, uh, uh, yeah I wonder if it's a bit of that still interesting though like all of this like I guess racing game people go deep on this stuff and <laughs> yes. it's, it's it's fascinating um, but you haven't been you've just played a little bit no I, I, <laughs> yeah I don't know as i said before i do i i do enjoy my time with that game whilst i'm playing it i like the fact that i get into it and i like that i'm doing that that whole process of learn the track turn the assists off once i've learned it, turn the racing line off do the race properly earn it, uh, no own my mistakes turn it to to an extent um except How for much when, extent? Ex- <laughs> most of them like except for when the ai screws me well, right like right. the ai pit turns me basically which still happens more often than i would like or if the game uh, there are you know there are times where the game pan- gives you a penalty and I'm like oh I really didn't deserve that mm. like you know I was pushed into a into a situation that caused that collision between between drivers or something that was that that didn't feel fair and so I'll reverse that out and do it again but uh most of the time I'll fire in a penalty and stuff like that or if I've like horribly cut a corner and it's gone yeah that's 2 seconds mate <laughs> I'm like yep no fair play I've really balls that up and I'll just I'll just roll with it and keep driving and it's um I'm tempted to push the rule system up to like full sim and then I have no rewind and um uh, and do it that way but full sim also has car damage turned on So like the the cars will get visibly damaged, but they don't actually have like actual performance problems with damage. So which kind of, you know, helps you get out of the whole scenario of like other cars screwing you over, then you're boned for the whole race, right? Mm. Which which is never as fun as it feels like it should be, right? Because you could get you could screw yourself up, which is fine, but most of the time it's not that actually. If you're any good at the game, you're not screwing yourself up with damage. It's someone else screwing you screwing you up, and that never feels fair. Um so yeah, we'll see. I might, I might, I might upgrade and see how that plays out. See how I feel about it. But but I'm enjoying the process. I just don't feel the draw to go into it. Right. So like, it takes up too much time. That's take, what it, you've said yeah, before. Yeah, it takes and a bunch. Like, it's it really obvious bunch, why. Takes a bunch of time. It's a commitment, and baby days don't give me too much commitment opportunities. Right. Um. So there's that. Uh, what else have I done? Uh, a little bit Hydro Thunder on the side on Dreamcast. I can't. I keep going back to it. Like it's it's rock solid hard. Like getting those last few tracks. But like
0: so this is one of those situations where you look back in the past and like, how did we? How do How did that? we do that? Yeah. <laughs> Except, As we've said before as a theory on the podcast, it's like we were, we played the N sixty four version, but this is the Dreamcast version, yeah, so maybe which it's, is slightly different. Maybe it's harder. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> and who knows how they both compare to the action arcade. <laughs> mm.
1: Well, some of the tracks aren't even in the version, well, and then it's um, yeah, and some of the the capability, like, like apparently the force feedback on the harder boats was extreme on the uh, arcade version, right? That was that was how that was how it made the handling of the hard vehicles. It was like it was because they would push against you much more, right? Um, and somewhat randomly, so you'd actually have to be fighting the ship, um. <laughs> Uh, which isn't so much of a thing, obviously in the in the home console ports. Um, yeah, I, don't know. I find that I find that game super fun, and it's like, like, like uh, just uh, another one of those things. I and mean, he's like, please make more, racing. please make more arcade
0: races. <laughs> I think we can probably sacrifice Halo for F Zero at least. Oh, one hundred percent. if, if it need, I
1: mean. Oh I meant to, I meant to go and check this out fully but I think Microsoft
0: owns Hydro Thunder. Right Midway right? was that weird there was that it was a really weird deal at the time right Yeah. it was I,
1: like I, I don't know if Microsoft owns it or if they licensed it from Midway so they could then give it to a developer which was Vector Unit uh, to make Hydro Thunder Hurricane right, yeah. for Live Arcade.
0: Cuz like Microsoft um, got a few others of those weird Midway people right at the time. So it was like Iron Galaxy, right? It was Midway, and then Iron Galaxy, but then they came under, they went into Microsoft. Some. I mean, Iron Galaxy—they're okay. aren't,
1: they're still independent, but Iron Galaxy did some, <laughs> yeah. Iron Galaxy did work for Microsoft sure, for a yes. bit, yeah. Because, but, um,
0: but anyway, the, the Midway situation was weird, <laughs> and IP leftovers are always weird. <laughs> always weird, yeah.
1: Um, yeah, so I played a bit of that. I went. I have. I have done another run or two of Power Stone. That game's hard, and sometimes feels very unfair. Right. Um. Just because of how the AI behaves. I think. I I think. Like every. What. What I've learned about Power Stone is I think every character has like a nemesis. Right. Where it's like they. Where for some reason, like if you play as. I, I thought when I was playing as Falcon before that also when the AI is also Falcon that seems ridiculously harder than than, than fighting anyone else, pretty much. But then when I changed character, um, that f- the fight against Falcon was piss easy, right? <laughs> and 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 then I could, but then there was someone else on the roster that I had a real problem with. So I like like I don't know if that's intentional and in that the AI is just sort of throwing in like. Or the AI is just really good against, or it's just a, a, exploiting the weaknesses of those characters. Well, I don't really know. I don't really understand. But uh, there, are, yeah, there are definitely times where, like, like the the the, the there is an element of random to it, and sometimes that really doesn't go in your favor, and you're just like, Ugh. it's just the nature of it being a bit of a platform fighter, right? Like, and and the reliance on the power stone mechanic, like if if someone has just used their super move and the power stones come out and they just happen to land right next to that guy so they can pick them up again. And you're like, Oh God, really? Or like, uh, and other times they, they can like be chucked miles across the level and it's like, great. This is my chance to recover. And it's like, it's just, a little bit random the last few characters on in the sort of boss characters i suppose in the in the arcade mode have a much bigger health pool than you do mm. um which can make the fights feel a little unfair at times because it's you could lose it on a on a you know twain uh, a toin, to, a toin <laughs> <laughs> on a coin toss sometimes um it's just like ugh. It's, it's it can be a frustrating experience but it's um which has me all the more intrigued about what Power Stone Two became, but that is a much that is a rarer game to get hold of. Um, Which either implies that it wasn't good or just people didn't care. I mean, it was much later in the Dreamcast cycle, so well, yes, that's so that, that doesn't help either. Um, <laughs> so that's been interesting. Uh, what else I've been doing? I'm sure I'm forgetting something, but I have. Um, I have started playing thirsty suitors. Okay. As my as my next thing. Um and I like what I see so far. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh so it's 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 a skateboarding RPG mashup that basically borrows mashes up that also mashes up the storylines from I think Knight in the Woods and Scott Pilgrim. And then says, why don't we make you a Typical Indian family as well, so it does all of those things all at once, and they're kind of all coming together. And, and I'm, and I'm so far I'm enjoying it pr- quite a bit because like the writing is good, the presentation is great, the animation has this weird sort of like off kilter feel to it, like it's not. It it walks a very fine line between feeling amateurish, like like it's not well animated. But it has so much flair and so much like personality to it that it feels. Quite similar in, to a Scott Field in some ways. Kinda, yeah. That, that it feels intentional and that it's, that, that, that they've, they've, they've chosen it to look like this and be as weird as this. Like just the way the main character Jala Und- like throws off her jacket and shoes and her Walkman as she walks into the house. Like that's all done in a sort of dance move, <laughs> and it's and it's and it's rad as flip. Like even when she just jumps on the sofa at the end at the end of a day to say goodnight to your dad or something, she like backflips onto it and just casually sits there and like in one smooth move. Like the game is full of that. Every every character is super stylish <laughs> and, and like even your dad who is like one of the, I would say typical Indian family like. Stays quiet in front of the mum, uh, but is 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 secretly very supportive of you. Like, like not secretly, but you know what I mean. That's that sort of like quiet understanding smart dad character. Uh, when you are doing the cooking game with him, and he approves, even he'll do a bonkers dance move to like thumbs up you or something. It's like it's it's cool. Like I, I really like it, the vibe. Um, the music is cool as well. It's all hip hop in like with a, with Indian sort of tendencies infused and it's like it's it's generally pretty cool all the way through uh the rpg fighting is simple at the moment but again has its own sense of flair it like it, it has a focus on you doing taunts in order to find a, a, a specific emotional weakness in in the person you're battling. I assume you're not actually really fighting. It's like, it's never really like explained what you're really doing here, but like, you're like, as you're throwing like spirit fists at people or something. <laughs> um, uh, so like, yeah, you can, you can, you can, you can like. <laughs> you can give them a thirsty taunt, you know, like sit on the ground and do a pose or something. Then that'll that'll put them off for a few turns, and then you can throw specific attacks at them whilst they're in that downed state that take advantage of that weakness. And it's so the the players basically find that character's weakness, taunt them into it, and then use your skills that that abuse that. um So it's pretty simple. I'm sure it will get like it's expanding as I'm playing. Um, I'm sure it will get a little more complicated as I go. Hopefully. Hopefully yeah hopefully, but uh a lot of the fights have like dialogue interspersed in it as well like as the characters talk to each other and reconcile their differences from the past and it's uh it's all well written and occasionally pretty funny there's a there's a neat trick going on with your big ex that that I really want to know how that plays out um they do a they do a neat thing um with the storytelling there it's currently unexplained and i i would like to know how that plays out uh and even the skateboarding is pretty good again it's simple it's not tony hawks nor <laughs> is it trigger b it's like it's got a very simple like hit a rail it will do a trick for you there is a button you can press to modify that trick which you Uh, which will increase your multiplier. You can instantly 180 wherever you are. So if you're on a rail going the wrong direction, you can just push the 180 button and you'll turn around on the spot and go the other way and grind it that way, which also increases your multiplier. So if you're like, there are score challenges, so you can be in in a place and it will give you like, here's a combo challenge, but you don't get penalized for like, just having to go across a bit of flat land like you do in other games that doesn't end the combo right it will just start reducing the multiplier over time so your uh, your your best bet is to find as many different bits of level to do tricks on quickly to keep your multiplier high and then you find a specific spot in the level which are called the, which are the finishing spots and you push the button to then do a big trick at the end and that will finish it and cash your points basically And then you say this was your combo score boom Uh, and I think that system works pretty well because they build challenges around how that functions, and it's neat. It's a neat simple variant on it. Like, it's not supposed to be a... I don't think it's supposed to be a difficult game particularly, but it's... Uh, there's there's just enough there to make it like, oh, I balls that up, I want to retry that. Mm. Just enough. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's neat. It's neat. Uh, as I say, super early, so I'll, I will talk more about it, I think, when... I've got more more of the nuance down, but uh, yeah, uh, I like it. I like it. If you want some uh, emotional drama interspersed with skateboarding, with skateboarding, and a bit of bit of Bollywood flair thrown in, this is the. Uh, it's different, man. It's different, and that's most of the time all I can really ask of a game. I want stuff to be different. <laughs> I don't necessarily need another Assassin's Creed. You don't need to
0: play Call of Duty. No, <laughs>
1: uh, I want to be, uh, want to be intrigued. There we go. I can't think of much else. That's, that's what I've been up to. I'm okay. sure. There was, I'm sure there was other. Some, there's something like sitting behind me, going, "Why didn't you talk about me?" And I can't remember what the chuff that was. Right. Um, <laughs> I'll do. Oh. I've got it. I've got it. (laughs) It turned up. It came in front. Headbangers. Oh, okay. Rhythm Royale. Speaking of Battle Royale things (laughs) that give you the fizz. uh, Yeah, that came out. And it came out on Game Pass. Um,
0: Yeah, actually.
1: So it very much follows in the Fall Guys, uh, in, in the footsteps, basically, of Fall Guys. 30 people enter a match, one person will win. Uh and there are various rounds that knock out a fixed number of people as you go. But uh and you know, each one of those rounds is randomly picked each time and they're all but the, the, the trick is this time that they're all kind of rhythm or audio adjacent is the idea. So you will get levels that are more like a traditional uh call and response rhythm game. Uh possibly my favorite one of those being the battle box where it is, is it is so much like parappa the rapper and i love it because <laughs> it's 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 basically like a battle like you everyone gets paired off into two different uh, in, in everyone gets well, paired off i guess you versus one other guy in that round rather right. than you being a versus everyone but it there'll be a, there'll be like a lyric master in the middle that will give you uh like like something to say across the four buttons in a sort of rhythmic pattern and it'll, it'll mix it up and then it's whoever can match that the closest gets the point for that particular round and then that will go on for seven. So it's best of seven, I think it is or something like that or it might be best of nine actually of those little things and whoever wins goes through and the other person gets exploded into feathers. Um, I don't know. I, don't, I think that works really well. You get what you, get um, I think the, the game is at its best when it is doing something with these rhythm-y things but that isn't, they They go a little bit outside. It's, they call it rhythm morale, but not everything is a rhythm game. Some of it is just a sound game of some description. Like, it'll play a bit of music and it'll be like, oh, can you tell me what instruments were involved in this bit of music? And it'll give you a wheel of options and be like, that one and that one. And it will, And it's basically, a, it's more of a speed challenge than it is rhythm at that point. And, um, and the quiz, I yeah, guess. And recognition. <laughs> uh, there's my one of my least favorite games has like an fbi lineup of car- of pigeons and it's and then and, and it but all dressed differently and it'll be like which one of these pigeons is responsible for this music so it'll be like the alien guy will, will clearly have the music that's going right uh, so let's pick that guy um uh, but some of those get really weird, and so there's a bit of memory aspect to like you need to play that game a fair amount to learn what those audio stems are. Well,
0: I mean, that does seem like the problem is it's like that. It literally becomes reaction
1: times. <laughs> yeah, and I think that, I think that's the problem. I think too many of the games are a bit reaction timey rather than. Uh, Sometimes that works in its favor. Like there's there's one that's like a shootout, but like it's way, it's playing a whole bunch of noises in time to some music, but like you're listening for one specific noise, right? And it's whoever gets the shot in first is the winner. Um, and that's kind of fun. I like that one. Um, and then there are other, I don't know. It's a mixed bag. I guess that's what you're you always going to get that with mini games, right? There uh, are like first piano shooter is a definite bad one. That needs to go. That is awful. Um well, the but, then, other, but then there's some really good ones. Like, I
0: mean, the other problem seems it sounds to me like it's like it's trying to be full guys esque, but like it doesn't really need the battle royale aesthetic apart from, like, you know, no, as you this, were saying, this, like, this could have quite easily just been quite a lot of one on one. Yeah. And, like, where does the battle royale really go in that case? It's, like, at least in Fall Guys, you're all running around <laughs> and bumping into each other. Sure.
1: Yeah. This, this could have quite easily have been a micro game collection. It could have easily been one, two switch. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I mean, if it, it, as with all of these things, it's like you go through the, you run they are calling it season 1 at the moment so they are planning to expand it and right. stuff like that uh, and it, and it there's no real money store as as far as i can tell but it has the same it's got all the same trappings as fall guys right you earn bread. Cosmetics. yeah you earn bread crumbs and you can there is a store that you can then spend those crumbs on to get to get more cosmetics if you want um uh but i haven't found a way of you actually putting real money into it or buying a battle pass or any of that stuff it's all just sort of like <laughs> like the framework is there but it's not it's not being used in that way yet um, uh, and I think it's also fair to say that you know the presentation quality isn't quite as high as sure. Fall Guys right it hasn't quite nailed it but it's what, got its own specific charm that is quite quite fun
0: what is the non-gaming what is the non-game pass business model like if, you, if it was like game pass is it like you buy it or is it free that's a real good question I don't actually know <laughs>
1: Because that will tell you something about the monetization. Yeah, because Fall Guys has always been free to play, as far as I'm aware. Or was it? Or was it a PS Plus? I don't even remember. Uh, You know what? It's been through like a couple of... It went through an app iteration at one point on PlayStation. The old app stopped working, and Mm. you had to download the new one. Uh, So, yeah, maybe that started as cheap, like Rocket League, I guess. Maybe it was cheap buy-in, but... Not free-to-play until Epic got hold of it and then made it free-to-play. Right, yeah. That would Um, make sense. So I would imagine this must be following the same formula, but I don't know. I don't actually know. Because, you know, Game Pass hides all that. Yep.
0: (laughs) You'd think they might... I mean, I guess this is like a pure weird business thing, but like you'd think they might actually want to put that information in Game Pass to be like, look how much money you're saving by getting Game Pass because this game would normally be 50 quid, but here you're getting it just because it's part of Game Pass.
1: Yeah, I imagine because <laughs> it's part of Game Pass, it must have an entry fee at this point, right? It's Otherwise, why would it be on that? Well, just because it's another game to put in the Game Pass.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I guess. Bulk it up.
1: <laughs> but normally when they do that with free-to-play games, there's a... Uh... A perk of some description. Well,
0: sure, or maybe you just don't know the perk that
1: you have got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. It is also available on Steam for ma- for money or what? Uh, I'm, I'm waiting for my phone. <laughs> my phone to load the page. Uh, it is available for twenty English pounds. Oh, okay, so, so obviously not expensive as you would expect for a, yeah. what is basically a mini game thing. Sure, but but I can't I can't help but think this would probably be. Successful, like if, you, if they if they took the as you said took the Royale element out and let you just play those games locally. Well, sure, yeah, it would be fine. Like repackage it as a Mario Party type thing. Like they'd have to. I think. I, I think maybe the problem with that is they'd have to like increase the number of games. In, well, I'm
0: sure, you know. it would be like if it, if we imagine that this is season one and then there's going to be more content coming. It'd be like they would have to release the full version in that case. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, but yeah, most of the games would work just fine in that
1: in that context yeah because there is no like active control at any point you're not running around the level you're not mm. screwing up the other players by grabbing onto them as you are in four guys and anyway it's good fun it's good fun i, I will I will continue go back going back to it at least for a little bit at least for a little bit we'll see,
0: see if you survive a season yeah <laughs> however long the season's gonna be
1: yeah i don't know <laughs> Uh, I haven't won a game yet I came third that's the best I've done so far because um, usually by the time you get to the last ones there's normally like one player that's insanely good right and it's actually yeah anyway that, that's all I've been playing that was I've, I've got it you have succeeded my, my shadow is no longer tapping me on the shoulder just wait until five minutes after the podcast when you remember something else oh yeah <laughs> like I'll see the box lying around somewhere or something to be like oh yeah I did do that oh, I mean I wasn't going to talk about them, and I won't really now. But I have still been poking at Zelda, and I have still been poking at Detective
0: Pikachu very slowly. But,
1: sure, but I've got nothing to add to that.
0: Yes, Well in terms of in terms of normal things that I played, I played some Rocket League. I foolishly played Rocket League on Thursday night again. God damn it! What is it about Thursday night? I don't know. Everyone's so bad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is it like something on TV that the good players go and watch on a Thursday night? Oh. Or is there nothing on TV, so the casuals can't play?
0: Well, I've talked about this before, and I've always said that, like, obviously, I like the the conspiracy theory of there's something weird about Thursday night making people real bad at Rocket League. But then, like, when I was playing it this week, it went one step further into, like, okay, this is actually a real thing, where it was like, as soon as it got to midnight, I started winning again. <laughs> oh, weird. <laughs> but, like, that's obviously not real, because it's only midnight for, like, our time zone or whatever. That doesn't make any sense. Sure. <laughs> but, yeah, like, I still do p- somewhat believe in the Thursday night weirdness, but not obviously the Thursday night specifically at midnight weirdness. <laughs> but, yes, well, it's still rightly, still still ever on the verge of turning off chat <laughs> mm, yeah i still never have but every time there's one bit of chat i'm like god damn, i need to turn this off
2: yeah yeah you
1: people sicken me
0: uh and then apart from that we've just played a shit ton more vintage story i think we're probably i think i can see the end of this coming now okay like we're sort of reaching the end of the tech tree uh, well, the end of the content that exists mm. and it's also one of those situations probably because you know obviously it's still a work in progress or so like the end game content isn't all there or whatever but it's, it's that situation where like we could go through the whole process to make steel but then what w- you'd have all this fancy steel shit but then what would you do with it because mm. <laughs> like at that point you've done everything else Right? Yeah. there's no actual content to use your fancy steel shit on <laughs> Although I think this game maybe intends that the like lore exploration of the world is the end game. Like oh, right. you're kind of meant to become super armoured and with all the best tools or whatever in order to be able to explore the deep caves and find all the lore stuff.
1: Right. I see. And actually learn about why you're there.
0: Yeah. But I that's not like that's not very enticing content really. Yeah, and that's also <laughs> I don't know,
1: I guess in the world of Minecraft-y, like, games, that's that's not really what players are there for. Well, yeah. And also they could just read that,
0: right? Well, <laughs> sure, you go on like, internet and read yeah, it. Yeah. And the other problem with that is, like, kind of similar to Minecraft... You're trying to find specific things in a giant randomly generated world. Right. Yeah. Like even in Minecraft, even with all the changes they made over the years to make it more streamlined, it's still such a pain in the butt. Where it's like, oh, you have to, first of all, you have to go to the lever and then you have to get the blaze found and then you have to put that on the ender and then you have to throw it and then you have to follow the direction that it flies and then you have to keep doing that for a while until it stops in midair and then you know that the thing is right underneath you and then you have to dig down and then you have to activate the portal and then you have to go to the end. It's like this whole process just to get to the next bit of story and i feel like it's going to be kind of similar in vintage story as well because it's like you have to go underground, the ground because you can sort of see what is coming by like the handbook that just lists basically all the items in the game mm. so you can sort of get some spoilers out of that although you don't really know the context so and we've just found a thing called a translocator which is basically a teleporter but i think those are just sort of fast travel Like it's just meant to put you into a new part of the world where you might find different resources or whatever.
1: But then I was trying to think. Was the only other place where it's called it translocators was unreal. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) But so there's that. But like from the other things in the handbook, I get the feeling that there's meant to be some sort of like central location that you'll eventually find that has something to do with the teleporters in some way, Mm. and then that's meant to reveal the actual law. Although I. Don't think there's like a final boss or anything. Is that because it's still early? Yeah, I mean, I assume there's a lot of you know intention to expand all this content. No. But I, you know, as I said, the the law, the, the idea that you're going to get to the end game equipment and then do the law that like that's not what you're here for. You're here for like the processes of these games, especially sure. this game where the whole everything is meant to be like slow and meticulous where you're like making the clay bowls and you're manipulating the metal when you're doing the smithing. It's yeah. like, that's the mechanics. <laughs> yeah. Just walking around st- and looking in caves all the time to hope, hopefully find the bit of lore. Yeah. When, once
1: you've effectively got to the point where you undermine that key mechanic.
0: Yeah. Because
1: yeah. what What is, what is the game at that point?
0: But yeah, we, we still haven't quite got through the first winter. I mean, we're we're in, like, February, but it's still fucking cold. Mm. <laughs> we still haven't got back to being able to plant crops or anything yet. Mm. So we're still... I mean, sort of in a similar way to other survival games of this nature. It's like, win- or, like, even Stardew, I guess. It's like, winter is the time to go in the mines because you can't do anything on the farm. <laughs> so you go mining and get all the resources, but we've kind of done that and winter still isn't over. <laughs> Not that the farming is like super complicated or anything, but is like we're sort of waiting to get more cloth, which obviously you need to farm plants for. So it's just like that's the one thing that is sort of stalling our progress. But apart from that, we're pretty much we found this fucking gigantic iron deposit, so we're good on metal pretty much forever. Mm. And if we wanted to do steel, then then we have the iron to do that. But yeah, I feel like. It may not last much longer in this in this run, but you know, with it being a work in progress and with there always being new mods because the mod scene is pretty extensive already. I expect we'll come back to it at some point. Sure, yeah. Someone'll engineer a decent endgame. Maybe. Well, maybe. Or just new mechanics. Or just yeah. expand expand the mechanics like we were talking about last time, where it's like make the cooking more mechanically interesting. Make, the, uh, make other extensions to these mechanics. Mm-hmm. And also comparing it to the single player again that, that I've been testing. It's like some of the other mods we have that make it slightly easier are maybe influencing how long we're going to end up playing it in Mod I like. Like, even just the simple things, like one of the mods that we're using in multiplayer makes it so that when your tools break, you get, like, scrap metal back so you can reclaim some of the metal. So then you don't have to mine as much, and then you don't have to spend as much time searching for the ore veins, and, like, it just makes it slightly easier. Just, um,
1: you know, introduce Thirsty Suitor's uh, quick-time cooking system.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean... Yeah, I don't think that would work exactly in this game. I mean, I did find it kind of weird that, like, you have this whole clay system where you, like, you build up the pots out of the voxels or whatever and you make, like, the shape of the pot, but you don't do that for pies. Mm. Surely you get the dough and then you make the pie shape. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. But that probably, be, I don't know if that's a, just a consideration of like that being too inconvenient when it's, like, a, literally a thing you need to live. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Not that you necessarily need pies to live. There's plenty of other foods you can make much easier than that, but I don't know. Um, no, I need pie to live. Because, <laughs> I, I mean, there is in, the, in like the roadmap of this game, I guess, one of the things that, they, that is quite high on the list, but I don't know how they're actually going to manage this, is they want to get rid of the traditional Minecraft-like by 3 crafting grid, where you a lot of the stuff in the game you're still putting items into this 3x3 grid in a certain shape and it's making a thing but that would be a real nightmare to get rid of I mean conceptually there's ways I, I mean I can see ways of doing it in the context of this game where like when you're already when you're making stone tools right at the start you're like putting the piece of stone on the ground and then you're hitting it with the other bit of stone to carve out the shape using this voxel system and then it makes the part. But then you take that part and you put it in your crafting grid with a stick to make the tool. So obviously you could just put the part on the ground and then hit it with a stick and turn it into a tool or something. You right, could yeah. physically do that as a thing in the world huh. if you wanted to. That would make sense. But then there's a lot of other stuff where it's like, how are you going to physically simulate a crafting grid, really? Mm. Apart from the, yeah. the, like, hit two objects together.
1: Well <laughs> uh, Or just make it so you actually have to, like, Instead of just put them into the grid, you've got to like lift and move it into the grid in like a.
0: Or you do everything with the voxels. Be like, get the wood voxels to make this shelf. (laughs) Oh right. Yeah, so you mean you've actually got to build the build the mold for the thing you're making? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if that's a good idea, (laughs) but Mm. it would be pretty funny. So yeah, I don't know about what, um, what the actual future of that game is like, but you know. We'll see. I guess probably, probably, <laughs> but maybe not in the near future. Hmm. We may fall off. I suspect, and that's more or less all I've done.
1: Would you? Did they had? Did they add? No. A, a bit of me was wondering, right? Like, like if when Baldur's Gate three either came to consoles whether we would be interested in doing the co-op on that right like with that because i mean that's quite an investment but yeah um but like whether that would be a thing we'd do or whether that would be a thing you might do with with, uh you know online uh i don't even know if the co-op on Baldur's Gate 3 is online capable or if it's local only but um um I mean, I did Yeah, whether that would intrigue you just because of the, you know, that would that would go on for a long, long time and is mechanics heavy. And... Well, sure. I mean, I wasn't. The,
0: it's definitely not the same thing. I'm not saying. <laughs> no, crap, obviously. But like, yeah. Well, I was. I, you know, I was vaguely intrigued by. Well, I was more intrigued by like how everyone thought it was great, and that obviously mm. is intriguing. But yeah. like, I don't know shit about that whole series. Obviously. No. <laughs> no, I don't know it. But I mean, on a certain level, it's like. It's Dungeons and Dragons. It's like, on some level you understand it. And I'm
1: pretty, like, it'll be the same setting and everything, and of course there'll be references, but I'm pretty sure you won't, you know, it'll be unlikely to need a backstory, I think. No, one. yeah. Given that it's been a long time. friggin' ages since Baldur's Gate 2, and it's a different developer
2: making Baldur's Gate 3. And...
0: Yeah, I mean... Not entirely similar, but there have been other uh, people have been suggesting, oh, you should come into Path of Exile or uh, Divinity. Divinity. Yeah, yeah. it's just like well, because well, Larian made Divinity before this. Yeah, so, like
1: they've they've got yeah, they've got history.
0: So Yeah, I've I've had history of people trying to get me into games like that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, likewise, I I, I I too have had people saying you should do this. These are, these are good. But I don't know. I mean. I guess partly in Volgates free. it's like well I'm waiting for this new PC. <laughs> well yes. Yeah. We'll see. Maybe. Who knows. And also there's
1: there's been some word that that it's a little glitchy. Of oh, sure. Like, like as in crashy crashy lose some progressy like not lose your entire game but lose time. Yeah. Lose 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 a chunk of play because of glitches. Um. But I guess you know, somewhat to be expected with a game of that scope, right? Yeah. But, um, I'm not giving you a free pass for FESDA in saying that that's that's.
0: Well, I mean, that's not an excuse for your level of glitchy. But this, no, this is a, this is
1: a different never thing.
0: excuse for FESDA Any amount of glitches <laughs> they've had their fair share over many, many years and games.
1: <laughs> yeah, the, the success of this is strong enough that I'd be very surprised if they don't spend a reasonable amount of time.
0: Oh, sure. Supporting it, yeah. Um, Apparently, they're already patching out the speed runs. Right?
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the uh, time to shag speed runs.
2: <laughs> it's not what TTS normally stands for. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I guess that's probably the end of this podcast. I I guess. Yeah, we haven't gone anything else to out.
1: No, oh, I don't think so. I think I'm good. And uh, the, the hunger is growing. Oh. You're actually you're actually hungry I, before you've stood up. You know what? I didn't I didn't think I would get hungry today because it's I've was been out and about, and normally when I've been out and about I've eaten a few things. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> just randomly. I, I, just I, grab, just some, grab some berries off a bush. Yeah, well yeah, just found a discarded burrito <laughs> on the street, you don't know. <laughs> As you do. Uh yeah, so so yeah, I'm surprised. I'm, like the hunger, the hunger is growing. The the uh the need to pees. I have the I have the need, the need to pees. Okay, uh, there's a good chance you might get to enjoy uh, a bonus conversation that does feature Dan
0: at the end of this episode <laughs> because we have this giant outtake esque clip that we want to put somewhere. Yeah,
1: it was it was a good fun conversation. <laughs> I, th- I figured you might enjoy it, so you might get a bit of that after this. You might. I don't know. No promises. I might forget. (laughs) Typical Rob editing
0: is going down. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes something will happen, but maybe not.
1: (laughs) Enjoy a bonus
0: bit. You might might get to hear that again. Uh, After this outro music, which has probably already started playing at this point, because that's how Rob edits that in. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, you're not delaying it. Don't do that. (laughs) <laughs> Don't fuck up your own editing process. I've set you up for this. Yeah, it might not be
1: there yet though, because we've got we've got to talk a bit longer, and I've got to say like and subscribe and go listen, to, go watch the videos on
0: YouTube. <laughs> and and the, yeah, and get podcasts at your podcast places and yeah, go yeah. on social media if you really want to. But who cares? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Increasingly, who cares?
0: Uh, yeah, I mean now it's definitely yeah,
1: definitely Audible. Uh, thanks. Okay, bye. <laughs> Green lines on a bar.
0: Are they, are they green? They are green. I not see the bars. I mean, they're green, green on the bar, but they're red on the waveform.
1: Yeah, for some reason, waveforms <laughs> yeah. in Mixcraft are like
0: bright red at all times. Oh, okay. Stylistic choice. Yeah, I think so. Not a danger sign. I mean, it does make it pretty obvious when you're recording where it's it like the grey is getting filled in by this giant slab of red. Yeah.
3: <laughs> slab of red. Slap a red. Slap it on. <laughs> slap on a <the> slab a red. Yep. Slap <laughs> it. Can you slap. Surely something has to be somewhat viscous to be slappable. Hmm. Can you, you no. slap Marjorie You can slap on all these. kinds of hard shit. <laughs> <laughs> slap no, on no, the roof of a car. I mean, <laughs> no, no, uh, no. But no then, to but slap then you, on something, but I, but mean. Then I
1: But then I guess can you, you can sort of be slapped by water, right? Well, you can slap the surface of water right i don't know if water slaps you like when
3: it like it just, has to be a paste to, to like slap it on something hmm. oh, oh, yeah, I but,
1: yeah to slap it on as opposed to just that's why
3: you can, you yeah. can slap
0: yeah. a, a slab of concrete onto something are you slapping it on though
3: <laughs> <Possibly>. <laughs> there's more slapping it surely you slap the uh, cement on there and then you put the and then you stick the the, Not if you the drop them, click the slab vigorously onto the concrete, I call that
0: slapping on. Uh, I suppose, I suppose, it on I suppose
1: when the concrete is still <laughs> viscous, that's you could slap
0: that on. Yeah, but I'm talking about the slab that you it, put on top of the concrete. You slap that on yeah, the pre- wet concrete. I mean, <laughs> I guess then the concrete's wet. Does one side of it need to be wet?
3: Only one can you side. Sla- is, yeah. Can you
0: still slap if you're slapping the hard part onto the wet onto part? The, I would agree with that. Yeah, was <laughs> <You laughs> slap it more Yeah. Is it slapping or slopping? No, sloughing is like putting putting a liquid onto something. That's more like the other way. The around. Concrete's kind of, you know,
1: these things are all sort of a bit liquid. Well, if you can pour them, is concrete too pourable to be a slap on? Well, As a, is it more of a slop on because it's pourable?
0: But, no, but that's a, I think when you when you're talking about the liquid side, <laughs> it's optional whether it's a slap or a slop. You can slap or
3: slop, but if
0: you've got a solid involved,
3: I think you're made to feel a pure slap. <laughs> I don't know about slap for like fully like liquids, water. You slap some w- water on there. Uh, and
2: mm, yeah,
1: I don't, I mean, yeah, but not. Yeah. The, I, don't, I don't think you slap on when the. Yeah,
3: no. I, but but I think I'm still correct that like the water can
1: it. slap you or you can slap it, but you're not slapping it on.
0: Because <laughs> that doesn't. Basically, the same thing. It's just an on is missing.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. I think yeah, I think I think that's very
0: important. I think that makes a difference. I don't yeah. know if it does. <laughs> if water is slapping you. It's slapping on you. <laughs> Because I'm slapping it on. <laughs> <laughs> it's slapping you on? <laughs> that's a, that's a, that sounds like a very different thing. <laughs> Hang on a minute. I've just thought of another contingency for the slap conversation oh, that I feel like we have to get to. <laughs> Cause right. People on YouTube will call, tell you to slap the like button. And it's oh, yeah, like, yeah. can you slap something that's immaterial? Because <laughs>
3: like, it doesn't actually exist.
0: I mean, if it yeah, if it doesn't, is it simulating a hand hitting a button? In which case, that's two solids. There's no liquid involved. Yeah, but a
3: hand a hand hitting a solid surface is is slapping. Why is that liquid? Like, is a hand liquid enough (laughs) to he not?
0: Can you slap?
3: Uh, Or is it just because
0: it's a hand and it is the action of slapping that it's always a slap? I
1: mean, I wouldn't say I'm slapping my own hand on something, but. Why
0: not? I that sounds eyes, perfectly I, reasonable. Yeah, I,
1: I know, but I, I wouldn't say. That uh, yeah, for some reason I would just, I would just slap it. <laughs> like, I wouldn't say I'm going to slap my hand on that. I'm going to just like, I'm just going to slap it. Well, that's but, just a contraction. It, that's yeah. not. That's like. But I think you're right. I think that's fine. But that's that's more of like the actual process of putting your hand on top of
2: something.
0: Right? Like, so it's like being a hand it automatically becomes a slap. Yeah. Like... Because,
1: well, especially if you, like if your if your palm is open anyway right if you were to like yeah. cl- close fist you wouldn't be and you, you sort of bossed your fist on something you, you, would, you would slap your fist on that or you'd be fisting that
0: like light button, light, light button.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what, fist
0: what if you're holding an entire hand of gravel and then you open palmed it into something is that slapping the gravel on it uh, oh <laughs> gravel maybe I mean, gravel is. Might, you might have an argument whether that counts as a sort of a liquid because it's a particulate.
3: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, if it was a paste, then that would definitely be slapping it, the paste onto something, right? That's the original thing. But if it's gravel, I okay. What if you are holding like
0: on. a book and you slap it onto the table?
1: Well, if, I mean, yeah, the flat edge of the book. Yeah, that would, that would be that would be slappy. Well, that's definitely a solid on a solid. Yeah. It's only because your hand is
0: involved, it becomes a slap in that
1: case. Well, no, I was thinking more is more the flat edge makes it more slappy oh okay so now
0: we've developed
1: but then the concrete slab slap that onto the ground (laughs) i guess so but but i I just it's just there's something about the concrete that just doesn't make that sort of i don't know slappy motion like i don't know it depends how you're
3: yeah the book is an interesting one because it's definitely flexible in a way that is more slappy (laughs) 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 Than, than concrete like if you had like one of those like sort of plastic like
1: files i guess like or you'd wrapped a load of paper in in plastic or something like and you slapped that on the desk
0: like
3: so now, <laughs> that's now, like a surrogate for a hand because when you slap you have a bit of give with your hand and so yeah, yeah. so now we're down to it. it's not even
0: it. it's not even liquid and solid it's non non 100 solid and yeah, yeah, solid yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, has to, there has to be yeah, yeah. some amount of, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> of
1: flexibility in order for it to be a bit slappy Simply slappy yeah otherwise you're just hitting it <laughs>
0: I still maintain the concrete slab. It still makes sense. Okay, okay. Anyway, let's actually make a fucking video, I guess. <laughs> okay,
2: fine. <laughs>